0: we are live.
1: Hey, Concrete. I'm sorry, I'm talking on mute. Hey, 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 what's going on? Happy Sunday, honey, what's going on? Happy Sunday. Um, it is a Sunday. Um, <laughs> I've had a pretty good weekend, but my my day was not as productive as I would have liked my morning liked it to be but you know the, the day is still young. Um so we going to get some things taken care of. What's going on with you? How has your weekend been? the so far
0: so good. Um got a lot of things around the house accomplished so that was good. good. And um I'm supposed to be doing brunch with one of my friends from uh Mississippi. Okay. So, um I'm a, a little excited about that cuz it's been a minute. That should you know, be fun, yeah. Uh, get out the house, get you some good brunch. Yes, you know, I love a brunch, honey. Mm-hmm. So, um, I am really excited. Well, dang, Kid Clouds, you on it this morning. Um, he sent us a cash app and he says, Hello, to friends. Okay, yeah. thank yes. you, bye, my
1: brother, my West Indian brother. Appreciate you,
0: yes. But yeah, just um getting stuff done around the house, getting
1: the child straight, getting them kids in line, making sure they good okay. for the but for the week good...
2: ahead.
1: Yes, honey. Okay. Yeah, um, kind of doing the same, getting prepared for the week ahead, but I like to start my laundry, get my workout in, um, start my um Sunday dinner, all of the things before uh, I start the show and I went to oh, and do my little um, bike riding. So I went out to do my bike riding and I hadn't eaten anything. So I got a little lightheaded. So that was cut short. And then I didn't get my laundry started and I didn't start dinner either, but I'm cooking a tomahawk. So it doesn't, it won't take that long. So it ain't.
0: ain't Oh, we were supposed to be having steaks, but somebody ran into Ikea without me. Um,
1: Wait for you. He know he girl
0: wrong. you know what as soon as i said i was going to brunch it was a wrap oh, oh you oh. oh oh
1: since you're going to brunch i'm going to ikea without you i mean
0: like gone like i'll be back oh he know he wrong for that like
1: come on seriously you like you i don't know. like i don't like ikea like i but... don't want to go to ikea too come on now he could have waited Girl, he's like, I'm gonna show you,
0: girl. And he knew I would want to go to Ikea, course, but he was like, I'll
1: let you. That's all right, me and you can make an Ikea trip, girl. I'll meet you there.
0: Uh, Kenny Wells, I did not get my allowance money, but uh, <laughs> um, don't forget who I am, honey. I'm a magical heifer, I'm gonna get what I want. uh oh <laughs> mm. mm. mm.
1: Child, listen. <laughs>
0: Yeah, girl, he gone and I'm here doing the show.
1: That's all right. Um, we're gonna have a fantastic show, and um me and you can make an IKEA trip, child. Don't 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 even worry about it. I mean, just left me here, like left, (laughs) like put on his clothes
0: and left like he going out to to get a carton of cigarettes or something. You know how they girl. Yeah, he wronged I'm, lo- I'm low key, like low key, like a little pissy about it, cause
1: oh, listen, ain't no low key. I listen, look, to look, look, girl. look, 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 look. <laughs> oh, i wait. No, no, no. listen, that that's a terrorist tactic. Don't do that, bro, Carolyn. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Don't do really? this. Why she can't go to brunch and you you still wait and to wait till brunch is over and y'all can go to IKEA together as a family he wrote, um, he said cancel brunch did did he ain't he ain't playing fair he is not playing fair he brunch like I, look, I feel bad for you mm, mm, mm. girl you know he and then he know brunch is my favorite come on like he know like you catching up with an old friend you ain't gonna be gone nothing but a few hours cause baby um,
0: that thing said cancel brunch and come to Ikea
1: it's okay. It's all- <laughs> Mr. <Curling>. all <laughs> he, he know he wrong for that. No, we're wrong, girl. Talking about time limited. we all divide and conquer. You could have took care of another errand today, bro, Curlin, and, and waited to go to Ikea with my good Baby, sis.
0: just wanted to go to Ikea and leave me at the house mm-hmm.
1: with all these kids. And- <laughs> Not with all these kids. He didn't take the kids. kids.
0: Baby. Like, I'm oh, leaving them there
3: me. with you, too.
0: Yeah, all the kids mm-hmm. and he.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's okay. I'm because I'm gonna get real cute for brunch today. Okay. Mm. Mm. Get mm-hmm. up then.
2: I'm
0: get dressed up then, honey. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm get you know, dressed up. And is go a to whole
1: affair in Georgia, child. Yeah, child. So um, get cute, get real cute.
0: Yep. And I'm drinking two mimosas and a Hennessy. Mm. Probably okay. not, but because that will give me a headache. But
1: yeah, and you got quite a drive, so um
0: don't remind me i don't know Listen. how y'all do it here <laughs>
1: unless unless he gonna be picking you up for brunch you better drink lightly i
0: know talking about these shells they're gonna put themselves up uh, that's not the point the point mm-hmm. is you knew i wanted to go to you knew i wanted to go to brunch and i i keep they talking about commander curling gave a direct order
1: oh Ooh, follow orders? Oh, sis. You in the Oh,
0: uh, you you back in the Navy? Did you well, navy. uh you apparently listen? I did, honey. <laughs> apparently <laughs> I did, honey.
1: Wow. The commander. <laughs> commander
0: you know commander what? Orders. That's what I'm gonna start calling him the commander. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's the commander, funny. Um, and then I was uh sitting around. Um I was actually over there big capping today um on the mm-hmm. body panel. Uh, you know, talking about how women need to follow orders and be under their man's direct leadership. Oh, and you just saying it just a little bit, you know? Because <laughs> I be saying it, but then when it happened, I be almost shocked, like, "Oh, he really? Oh, that was for listen. me." And you know, like, you know, I'm still, I, I still have a lot of Keisha tendencies. So <laughs> you know what? I almost, I be like, "Oh, listen." Oh, Oh, like girl, I'm not dealing order. with you. Yeah, you, you, you uh,
1: all that, all that mess you be talking, and you had to back it up. Like, yep, you need to right. be listening. So be like, he gave a direct order. I be like, oh, <laughs> yep,
0: Michelle gave a direct order. <laughs> and that's what I have to, that say. to the kids. Cause uh, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Like so, when well, he be trying, I ain't gonna say be trying because I be doing what I be told. But like mm-hmm. he be saying, I, know, I you know. know you do. I know you do girl i have come a long way baby i have come a long long long
1: <laughs>
0: pat, pat 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 <laughs> um yeah girl i done came a long way so i I, mm-hmm. I be almost sitting here like oh i guess and i do it <laughs> uh-huh. and then i be sitting here like baby i just i left the sisterhood all the way down honey
1: Yes, you did. They was rooting for you, child. They really was, child. Mm-hmm. They really mm-hmm. was. I don't let the, the sisterhood. rolled were curling up by ten. Listen, mm-hmm.
0: girl. Um, I'm diminishing the city girl points about a thousand th- in the thousands a day. I, I, you know, it's real out here.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Real indeed. But what else is going on, child? Aside from the fact that you getting getting left and um curlin is taking a trip to IKEA without
0: you sitting here looking crazy just looking crazy and living chain and that's popping um I don't know what's going on and in- oh I did want to talk about something well um Roger is on his way kit clouds uh Roger knew the show would be at 11.35, but um you have to think about this you know we're women and so Roger say he gonna show up when he wants to because yeah <laughs> And we living in a man's world and we just aren't good people. Mm -hmm. And so Roger said, we'll wait because he's the star of the show. And so Mm -hmm. he'll be joining
1: us shortly. We just getting our pleasantries out the way. Yeah. In the meantime, Um,
0: but yeah, um, I have been wondering, okay, you have, you been noticing a trend of um, women emasculating their men online. Like, a woman will show a man taking down her hair or um, she will show a video of her being able to put a wig on his head and style it or um, her doing. Yeah, that's been going and- on
1: for about the last two, three years, for a couple years
0: now.
4: Yeah,
0: I know I've been thinking that black men have been catching L after L after L. Um, to me, one of the biggest L's I seen was the man being a slave for the white woman. And did you see the, the photo shoot of the black man being the slave and the white woman free oh. him?
1: Oh, yeah. i seen that some time ago. Yeah. A few um, couple of weeks
0: ago. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I've noticed a trend. I, you know, the trend has definitely been there, but it seems to be more pronounced to me now, because I'm sitting there like, okay, um, I, I, I'm wondering like, and you know, they say vagina is a powerful drug. They say it's a powerful mm. drug, but I'm sitting here like, damn, it's
1: is it really Especially, worth your masculinity? Mm-hmm. Especially like, the vagina of uh, the um. Palm color, so yeah, uh, I guess it is. They're foregoing masculinity, they're foregoing masculinity for the sake of you know being up under a woman. So, I guess so. In some cases,
0: yeah, it is absolutely amazing to me because I'm like, well, damn. But, uh, let's uh introduce our special guest. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys don't know and you haven't figured out, we have uh, Brother the Raja Report, one of my habitual line-stepping
1: brothers, mm-hmm. um, joining us today.
0: Um, Trigger warning. Afternoon.
1: Trigger warning. Trigger warning.
0: Baby, ladies, <laughs> grab your uh, bulletproof vest. Listen.
1: Um, Y'all better be ready. Add tracks to your hair because your, your hair probably... Get a Listen, neck brace. you're going to want to fight him. You're going to want to put your bonnet on, Vaseline your face up, take your earrings off. I, I'm, I'm forewarning you guys. I, I'm, I'm letting y'all know. It, this will probably be a triggering discussion because he triggers me dang near every time he come up here. So, uh, good good morning, Roger. We
0: thank you uh, for finally joining us. How's everything <laughs> going?
5: I mean, you know it's going good because I'm here, right?
1: So. <laughs> I cannot stand this man. I'm so triggered by him that everything he says, no matter how general it is, I'd be like, "Oh." And,
5: and you, one of my favorites in in the whole space. How about that? <laughs> and, and you, you know, know what?
1: Get under my skin. Mm-hmm.
5: I'm gonna honestly tell you, I never trigger you trigger you on purpose. But I am so glad that I do. It brings a warm <laughs> feeling to brings a warm feeling to my heart to know that that's happening.
1: Oh, I cannot stand him. This should be a very interesting conversation. How has your weekend been, Roger?
5: Mine has been fantastic, absolutely Good. fantastic. But th- those are weekends I like to have. So, uh, so I just made it in. I had to take a quick little shower before the show gets started, and and
0: uh, you know, oh, you're I, over I, there, bird bathing it up. Good to know.
5: I, I didn't need to do no bird bath. You know, <laughs> I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't do all that. <laughs>
0: Bird bathing it up. Okay. Okay. Good stuff, Roger. Well, um, are you guys ready to dive off into the topic?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Okay. Uh, fast ass girls. Are we really, really, really gonna talk about fast ass girls or are we going to um victimize um girls uh to the point of Uh, To where we don't hold them accountable for anything. Are we really going to have a real conversation about it?
1: We're going to have a real conversation. We got Roger here. So we're going to have a real conversation.
0: Now, I'll tell y'all. So when I went to do my little research on it, um, just about every article that I came across um, did actually have the girls as victims. And um, there was no... Um, real accountability hold even, at, and not to say that they haven't been victimized at some point or whatever, but there was nothing really holding them accountable outside of them being victims. Like, I like article after article, I want to say that I read about five or six. Um, all of them um, made the girls into victims, and I wanted to know that you guys come across that same thing. <laughs>
5: Well, I'll let Concrete answer that first. I mean, (laughs) I don't know Um, when girls or or women ain't victims, but go ahead. I
1: I saw, uh, like, in my research, I saw some articles that painted them as victims. But most of my research was, like, done via, like, social media and, on you know, personal experiences experiences as it relates to the topic. So um, I checked out, like, three articles. And the articles did paint the girls as victims, which when we talk about fast ass girls, um, Mm -hmm. I think like if you look at our thumbnail, the girls in the thumbnail are pretty young and I saw somebody make mention of the fact of why would we use the, why would we post a photo of those young girls? That's from the documentary Cuties. So that Mm -hmm. was a documentary that you know, was, you know, open to for the public to see. This isn't us like finding a photo and um, you know, doctoring it up or um, trying to um, make black girls or girls, young girls, be seen in some sort of negative light. This was actually a photo from the show Cuties, which received a ton of backlash um, and was take was snatched from. Um, I think it was on Netflix. I think it was snatched from Netflix shortly after it was released. But uh, to answer your question, I did see a few articles painting the girls as victims.
0: Okay, um, and they're telling us that Cuties was not a documentary; oh, yes. it was
2: My a apologies. movie. A movie.
0: So we got it. Okay,
2: yeah, a movie um, by a horrible
5: person. But go ahead.
0: Sean asked, "How do we define a fast ass girl?" Um, Sean. Um, that's so we—that's a really, really good question, and I wanted—it's actually a question that I had. Also. um So, Roger, we'll defer to you. How would you define a fast ass girl?
5: Um, f- a-, a fast girl, which to me wasn't even a good question, but a fa- fast girls are girls that that are trying to get, uh, have sex or gain sexual attention way before they should be.
2: I think yes. it's a good
5: question
1: because it's, it's it makes sense for us to kind of set the stage for those who are not familiar with the term like fast girls or you know didn't grow up like hearing that it's not a common thing. So just for us to kind of define it um it kind of sets some parameters or at least what we are talking about or the group that we're talking about in, in this discussion.
5: You know what my apologies. Good question because <laughs> you know what this is a show and you got to always make room for, because some people going to come to everything ignorant. You know, and sometimes it's always going to be a brand new listener here, brand new listener there, young person here, young person there. So my apologies. Good question. But fast ass girls want sexual attention. And and the, a lot of times they, they trying to have sex with people they ain't got no business having sex with, whether it be young boys or even adult males.
1: Okay. Thank you, Roger. Um, I think for me, when I think of uh, the term "fast girls," um, I I think most African most African Americans, but we do have some people that are not African American, or some people who just may not be familiar with the term. Um, like grew up hearing the term fast girls when i think of like fast girls i think that it's someone that is advanced for their age like as it relates to gaining sexual attention of boys um a a young girl who is putting her sexuality on display who is leading with um her sexuality as opposed to whatever else she has to offer such as like you know her her you know, intellectual property or Mm her, um, character. So I think for me, it's a girl who is like very advanced and just leading with her sexuality.
0: Okay. Do y'all think that there has been. Okay. Are Um, You just kind of in line with
1: what me and Roger said, or do you have something different to add? Well, I do think
0: that, um, I think that in certain parts of the South, like be growing up in Mississippi, um, not only was like leading with sexuality or um, kind of being seductive in other areas was a thing, but uh, a girl could do a lot of stuff in the South, like especially the old South and be considered fast.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: if she was friendly to boys, she was considered fast. Um, if she smiled, uh, too much or when she laughed a lot, uh, she may have been considered fast if she wasn't demure and quiet. Mm-hmm. And, um, if her dress uh, was above her knees. Jeez. If her dress was above her knees, she was considered fast. If she was a tomboy, um, she was considered fast. Mm-hmm. or was That's something wrong like. So, you know, growing up with, um, in the deep South with, like an old grandma, a lot of things were considered fast that wouldn't be considered fast in today's time. But um, I noticed like you didn't really have to do anything to be considered fast a whole lot, especially in comparison to now. But um, you would be considered fast if you uh, took to the opposite sex. And let's say you weren't even doing anything, um, people would just consider you fast anyway. So, you know,
1: Thank you for broadening the scope cuz that does make sense. And I grew up hearing like like people felt like if you wore red nail polish or like put something red on your yes. lips that you were floo- floozy and being fast. If exactly. you were in, in involved in adult conversations or sitting in front of adults while they were talking, you were called fast. So Exactly. In some in some homes or in some cultures yeah. or communities um the term was has been misused. So thank you for mentioning that, Danny.
5: Yeah. May I may I say I'm glad y'all said that because this just shows that men and women grow up in two totally different worlds. Fast ain't never mean none of that to me. Fast was the 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 new holes. They just young. They girls. They ain't full of holes yet. They may not have the ability to go have sex with people yet, but they 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 setting up to do their thing. You know who the new holes gonna be? You you know the person mm. who's gonna be a hoe by 18. If she ain't if she ain't already crossed that line already. But yeah, but. We, I, I think both of our families totally are from different. the
1: deep south. Like, Danny is from Mississippi. My family is from mm-hmm. Mississippi. So, like, that may be kind of like that southern mindset that was passed down from, you know, earlier generations. And my family certainly maintained a hold of that, especially when I think about, like, my great-grandmother. You know, like, if we had on a skirt and we're going to church and didn't have on stockings or yes, our skirt was a little above Yes, that considered the Yes, and they were Pentecostal. If so you didn't wear a slip... Religious. And yes. I
0: don't. I, to this yes. day, I still don't know how an old woman yes. could tell if you ain't got a slip on or not. Yes, the old woman could actually tell if you could if you don't have on a slip and would call yeah. you ass for not wearing a slip. You under your dress. Well, wouldn't mm-hmm. that make sense?
1: No, um, your kids. <laughs> like first of all, and, and, and regarding the question that you asked Roger, mm-hmm. this is the onus on the parent or the child because we're talking about young kids. I remember being called fast very young. And to be completely honest, I was going to ask how old
0: were you when you when you were first called um fast or somebody called you a hoe or something? How old were you when that first happened?
1: Um, first time I was called fast, I probably was like 10, 9 or 10 years old.
0: I would say about the same for me. And it was because I was a tomboy. Um, I was hanging around with guys and mind you, I was in the middle of New York city. Um, and you know, we would, uh, play a game called follow, follow the leader. Now follow the leader would be us jumping from wall to wall. or climbing over walls and, um, playing kick the can type of things. Um, but I got called fast by my auntie and grandma and I felt I really felt some type like really felt bad about it because I was like, damn, I didn't even do anything. But I was being called fast and I i was um, to a certain degree. I think it is a bit traumatizing, especially if you're not doing anything to be called fast. And when it that happens,
1: that's another good point.
0: I didn't even do anything. So I always thought that that was interesting because I was like, damn, you you call me fast for playing and being fun, like having fun. But I feel like I was more accepted by um, boys like boys didn't really care about if I had on the new uh i forget like what brands were out back then like if i had on new jabot jeans or if my mom bought me these prissy nikes or if i had me if i wore my hair down or if i wore my hair up that day boys didn't really care about that so it was like it was easier to get along with boys at the time um but you know uh growing up you know um Cross colors—that's a good one, LF third. Oh, um,
1: yeah. I remember grandma didn't
0: really uh, see it that way, and felt you know they'll feel like you should be able to find uh, friends of that that should be girls, and you should be able to kick it with those girls all the time. But and I had girls that I kicked it with, but they went to school and um, they stayed blocks and blocks away, and it was I wasn't allowed to leave off the block, and they weren't allowed to leave off their block, so. I couldn't play with them except for when we were at school. But, you know, of course, my grandma didn't know um, that dynamic. And all she saw me was playing with, like, was uh, the boys around the neighborhood and the girls uh, moving from Mississippi to uh, New York. Those girls had already kind of clicked up and formed. And then their parents bought them, like, the shit that was in style. And my grandmother was like, I'm not paying no damn $60 for no damn jeans. I ain't paying no... So, you know, I felt like it was a lot of things that were undue, but I would get called fast for um, hanging around where I felt like I was accepted and I didn't have to go through anything. So, I, you know, I thought that was interesting.
5: I find that story interesting because to me, it sounds like grandma didn't want her her grandbaby to be out there getting comfortable being around a bunch of niggas when she's a child. So guess what? She gonna grow up being around a bunch of niggas who are going to be trying to do what? They're gonna be trying to stab something. So it sounded like she was setting a good precedence, space, but that's what I hear. You know, people see stuff a different way. But that's what Roger, I hear
1: it seems like from your experience, at least from the male perspective or from your specific perspective, that you've, when you when growing up that you saw the title appropriately uh, you know, associated with, with young girls. Like it was young girls who were being, you know, leading with their sexuality. Like it wasn't, you didn't see it um you didn't see it being girls being labeled fast, like in, inappropriately or them being mislabeled
5: to, to my understanding fast was a uh, somebody um, going in the direction of being a hoe. They they weren't a hoe yet, at least not known by, by adults, but they were going in that direction and they would call them fast and tell them don't do things. that put, put you in that direction.
1: Um, I I saw that too. So I won't say that like every situation or every instance where I saw young girls being called fast, it wasn't, you know, it was like they were being mislabeled. Um, I did see situations where it was appropriate. Um, but I want to know like, how do you think being labeled as fast affects young girls? Like that's that is something that is common within our communities where young girls who whether it be excuse me because they're leading with their sexuality which they don't even understand at that age or um you know them being tomboys and just hanging around boys all the time whatever the reason is behind them being labeled as fast like um do you think that has an effect on young girls and if so what is that effect like how how does it affect young girls
5: i think it helps them to uh it's it's uh it's hope prevention that's that's how i see it (laughs) oh you know, and and I think it'll make them more conscious about what their situation is, more conscious with how am I dressed while I'm outside and I'm exposed to people, how am I acting around people that's not part of my family, how am I conducting myself, am I uh am I basically um being bait to uh some of these dudes that I'm around? Oh, I'm basically giving them the message that it's okay to get uh overly comfortable with me and things like that. To me, that's what that's what it does. It, it, it's a way to, to make sure the young girls don't grow up just being hoes. That, that's all I I've ever seen it as you're not supposed to be comfortable sitting down in front of boys with your, with your legs open. You know what I'm saying? They'll call somebody fast for doing something like that. Now to a young girl, she may not see it the way an adult sees it, but at the of end course. of the day, that's hope prevention.
0: You it's interesting that you call it hope prevention. Um, but what what I'll notice too is uh, when young girls develop grown woman shapes and they start to get attention mm. from men and from men and or boys, um, those girls get called fast too simply because they have a certain shape. Um, what do you think about
1: that aspect of it?
5: I, I've never witnessed a girl being called fast because of how
6: she was shaped.
1: I personally, um, I, I think, I don't know if it was because of young girls being so shapely, but I have witnessed people being extremely protective and like, almost to the point that they affected the young girls in like a long run when they're shapely so for example like the parents are like you have to wear something that comes past your butt all the time you may it you know it may be a little warm outside and they want you to wear you know a long shirt over whatever you have on because you know you have a butt or you have hips or you're developing you know in different ways and as a result A lot of those young women, like when when a lot of those young girls, when they become young women still kind of are um, very self-conscious about their body or their butt showing or this and that, which. You may not consider it to be a bad thing, but th- that's one of the ways in which being labeled as fast or, you know, over like sometimes it's projection um, being you right. know, overly focusing on something such as a, a young girl's body and her having to cover up can affect her in the long run.
0: So because what I would say is huh, what I've noticed you know. is how people oh, really? respond Um, like how, okay. The type of attention that a girl gets when she has a shape, um, almost gets blamed on the girl for having a shape as opposed to the attention from the other people. So she has a shape and you're making her, um, cover up you making her feel uh, subconscious about herself because she is shaped a certain way, but you don't necessarily give, um, any backlash to the people that's paying her any attention, this that and the third. So I've kind of noticed it from that aspect on how people treat the girl when she has a shape. Um and I kind of feel like that it does make her self-conscious, you know, subconscious because y- you making her feel guilty for almost being shaped a certain way when she didn't may not have necessarily had anything to do with it.
1: Right. She doesn't. It's her genetics. But Roger, you wanted to respond to something?
5: Well, I'm I'm just thinking at at the end of the day, these are girls growing up that's going to be living in the world. A sexuality counts a lot. Should she not be aware of what her body does to other people? Should she not be taking notice of this? Should she not know how to present herself in in in, in a way that that other people ain't going to view her more sexual than necessary? Should
1: but yeah, but that that actually have a confidence? confidence.
0: But does she have a choice when she's being objectified? I don't believe that girls are given a choice as to whether or not they're objectified. I, well,
5: I, I'm not worried about how she feels about being objectified. What, what I'm saying is, doesn't shouldn't she know how to present herself so she's not objectified in ways that aren't even necessary? I mean, it's but, one thing when you don't invite the attention. But it's another thing when you do stuff
1: that will invite the attention. But Roger, so just, just being yeah. should not invite that type of attention. Just like having on, wearing yoga pants without having on something tied over your waist because you're shapely is, you know, is not something that you you should have to do. Like you you shouldn't have to tie something around your butt because of the fact that you know men are going to oogle. Like that is your natural body, and these women it affects their self confidence. Like they have like develop body image. Issues and you know, like they don't even want their partner to see them naked. They're covering up all the time. Like, mm-hmm. it, like it can affect you in other ways outside of you just being cognizant of how you are being, how you're presented to the world. But I do cool. want to bring up a point. Um, on, that us no, more well, concrete. Okay, uh, I just wanted him to get a quick chance to respond, Danny, and then go ahead, whatever you can say. I'm gonna go on
5: mute. Even when you say yoga pants, yoga pants is something that you, I get if you go on the exercise train or something like that. Right. But if you wear form-fitting clothes to show off your body, that is the purpose of it. Sure, you can do that when you've grown because you have a right to do it. But no woman, no girl who was under my direction would just be out walking around like that. Like it's cool. That's, that's not a good look for a girl. Especially you can't tell women not to do it. I don't recommend women do stuff like that. Your body is supposed to be for your man. I get this. In some events you, you can't cover it up, but if you just walking around doing daily stuff, why would you put on yoga pants to go outside and, and chill on the porch? Like that don't even make sense. Comfort. That It don't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me that if a person's finna spend three, four hours, just say they chilling on their porch, you know, kicking it on the block, whatever. Just having, being company to the neighbors. It doesn't make sense to me that you as a woman would want to show off your body to the neighborhood like that. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying women can't do it. What I'm saying, that don't make sense to me. If you don't want sexual attention, why would you do that?
0: But I also wanted to say this too um do we give enough credence to the way we used to dress versus how we dress now so nowadays we have tried to get away with okay mind you i wasn't allowed to wear tank tops back in the day without uh, a shirt being over the tank top um the tank top shows off your arms and your chest area um which it's almost like we've come to a point in society to where everybody's supposed to ignore their natural um, instincts or their natural senses. So if you see a 12 year old girl whose body is shaped like a grown woman, um, people will tell a man to ignore his senses. And like if he sees a girl in let's say he doesn't know her age, but she's shaped like a grown woman. People will tell him, well, you're not supposed to look because she's 12, but they'll ignore the fact that she does have a hips and ass and breasts like a grown woman. Mm -hmm. But they'll tell them to ignore their natural senses to be attracted to those type of things. Or if we see a young boy and let's say the young boy is uh, 13, but he's muscular and he's uh, got a six pack or whatever, um, we'll tell each other you're not supposed to pay attention to these things because of course this person is this age and of course that's I get that and that's true but then at the same token um what I'm noticing now is that we are encouraging our younger girls um to wear weave and makeup and um hair and the nails and to wear more revealing clothing and, she's Lashes
1: wearing, and all that.
0: right and she's younger and she's um and and see, this is the thing, Ashanti, and I, I knew it was some. I knew somebody was gonna say, and it was a point that I was reluctant to bring about. Um, if you don't know a person's age and they're shaped a certain way, you don't know. And no. Can-
1: I- I agree, though. Like, I, I don't think that that's the case. Like, I, I, I do I understand how it comes off. Like, you know, the, your comment because I've never once, as an adult woman, looked at a, a young guy and you know, a young kid, a thirteen-year-old boy, and thought that he was grown. I, I understand, like, as black people we look younger oftentimes than we are, but as black people, we can kind of recognize when you're a child. Yes, you might have body, but your face generally is a telltale sign that you're 12 or 13. Like in addition, it's not like sometimes, and I grew up like this, and I wonder if you've had these same experiences. Growing up, once I got like 13, I started to fill out and I had my <laughs> hips and I had my body. And exactly. I had lived at the time in a small town. It, it wasn't even a city, it was a town. That's how small it was. And Everybody knew everybody. So men knew my age. And I would still have men over the age of 18 saying, oh, girl, I can't wait till you get a little older and things like that, despite the fact that they knew my age. Fact. But to that point, I think that we can recognize when someone is extremely young. Yeah, you when she's can 16, recognize... she might look closer to 18 or yes. like a little older, but not when you're 12 and 13. Not yeah. when you're 12 and 13. And I can, well. I can absolutely get
0: that point. I absolutely get that point. But if you're talking about a person in their teens and a girl um, who's 16, but she looks like she's 22 and you can go to the high school and there's a school full of them, a school full of girls who look older than their age. Or if a guy was to get tall and he's taller than everybody and so people think that he's older. Um, I actually worked with a guy who was, uh, really, really tall and said that he was dating a 25 year old when he was 15 years old, but he was, uh, like six, 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 seven. He was a really tall guy, but he said he was dating a girl, um, a woman that he was, she was 25 and he was 15. And I feel like a lot of that type of stuff goes on because our kids don't look, um, age appropriate nowadays right. that girl knew know.
2: that boy was 15 what? What? she knew he what? going to
0: high yeah, school she knew, she knew he was 15 probably mentally but then at the same time um, when kids are tall or they develop a shape um, people treat them older than what they are That's and then it's harder That's to true. see them as victims very true And so that's a point that I wanted to bring out, too. Let me shout out uh, to Topaz. Um, Shout out to Topaz. She said, this also tells people that men are mindless predators. Are women supposed to think and treat you like that? Um, Topaz, that's not what I'm saying at all, at all, at all. No, everybody has a responsibility. But um, the thing that's gone unnoticed or that's kind of gotten a pass is um, the girls are more provocative um, than we've ever been. Um, We are less covered up. And then when you act like people don't respond or shouldn't respond to their own senses, I do think that that's also a dangerous game that we play and
1: that we like to kind of go back and forth. Um, Day, was, we're advanced beings like you have the ability to uh, use logic. So, yes, you. Well, I'm not expecting you to behave like your lower self. That's what criminals do. Like I'm expecting you to use your knowledge, use your experience, use your logic and, and think, OK, w- once you find out or once it's evident that this person is younger, despite the fact that they may have a very shapely body, I am expecting you to not um, give in to your lower self. Yeah. And shout out to big truck because big truck brings a, about a great
0: point and, and shout out to him. He said newsflash men want young women. They will go as low as the law allows. That's the exact point that I'm bringing up. If there were no laws in place, um, I think a lot of guys would go and I think that we as a society, if we're gonna really, really have the real conversation, I think as a society that we want to ignore um, certain aspects of it, but then we don't talk about um, black women in this society of predatory behavior. Damn yeah. every black boy I know has had that's not a virgin has had their uh, virginity taken
1: by older women. Oh yeah, um, I agree. It's it's on both sides. I'm not just yeah. specifically speaking about men, but I'm mm. glad you brought that. Up. I want Roger to get a chance to chime in, and I did want to add something, but I know he's been wanting to speak. Go ahead, Roger. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, well, I
5: mean, uh, it's it's cool, but I, I'm gonna say first of all, like the the comments you get about um, uh, the, the 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 perv type of stuff. Those are the perverts. When you have a, an intelligent conversation like this, perverts start saying stuff about you a pervert. Those are perverted people because that's where they want to be in the conversation. You see what I'm saying? That's that's, a, that's my opinion of that. Anytime you try trying to talk about something intelligent and somebody starts throwing comments out out, out towards you on, on any type of perverted level, they do that because they are perverts. And they really don't want these type of conversations to happen because they don't want people to have a better code of conduct. They want things to stay exactly like they are so they can take advantage of it. That's my first thought anytime I see comments like that. Uh, Getting past that, though, um, at the end of the day, girls and women look the same. And and women act like they ain't figured this out yet. When do boys start looking at girls around high school age, right? Are Are all girls stacked? No. Are all women stacked? No. Girls and women look the same. How do how you how do you know the difference between if you turn two women around and you have a a, a woman that's actually in shape, she you know what I'm saying she's not fat, and you and you stand her next to a 16 year old girl or even a 14 year old girl, how do you tell the difference if you put them in the same outfit? You don't know which one's 16, you don't know which one 32. Look but smart. you should be able to look at
1: the face and be able to I, tell. But... Yeah, I agree. Because me and my daughter look just alike. And we're not that many years apart because I was a teen mom. You could still tell, just like as no, black no, no, people, we like, can yeah, tell. You, you miss, know how they you do miss, those videos, who's the, whole, the mom,
2: missing,
5: who's the daughter. Missing, you're missing the Go whole ahead. point. You're missing the whole point. You don't even, you're not supposed to put them in, you're not even supposed to make it hard for people to tell. You're not because they already look the same pretty much as it is. Mm. You see what I'm saying? The, uh, like when I was in my thirties, I talked to a, a girl that was twelve years old. You see what I'm saying? I started talking to her, what I'm thinking is a woman. She's a twelve year old. Now you think she wasn't dressed up that way on purpose?
1: I I, I want to say something. Um, I do have to say uh, I understand. Uh, younger men. Or I understand that young men look older than they are. Young girls look older than they are. Our bodies start as black people. Our bodies start to develop, and especially like young guys who are um like into athletics and stuff. They start to build that muscle. Their testosterone is very high, that muscle packs on and stuff like that. So they can look older, they, they're growing facial hair younger. Like I saw pictures of my fiance when he was in high school and you couldn't tell me that was a teacher. I mean, he looked like a grown ASS man, <laughs> like very, very, very uh, physically fit. And I think he was in like eighth grade. Like he looked like a high school teacher but um I, and i and i know as a young girl i developed early but at the same time I, my point is you might not be able to tell at first glance that this is someone who is as young as they are. Even when I was thirteen, I could have went for sixteen. You know, maybe pushed it to seventeen. I don't think so, but possibly somebody would have definitely believed that I was sixteen at twelve or thirteen because of the, my body development. Um, but having a conversation with me realizing that I have very minimal life experience, that there's certain things that I just can't even um, hold a conversation about. Uh, my my mature, lack of maturity, um, the fact that I had a, a early curfew, like there were telltale signs that someone could would have easily picked up on, like this girl ain't as yeah, old. The shoe.
5: point is so, you're not supposed to look the same. That's the whole point. We shouldn't have to have a I shouldn't have talked to a 12-year-old because she looked like she an adult. That shit no, should have never happened. She should have just been I dressed like a that. kid. That, I agree with that. That's my whole point. You
1: know? But this is that this was what I was trying to say. Like when I gave the example of myself, I didn't wear um adult clothes. And the, I want to take it back to the topic because I want to know from you guys, like what you th- like who whose responsibility is it? Like who is the onus ultimately on when we're talking about young girls being fast? Because my mom bought all my clothes. I couldn't wear belly tops and booty shorts. My mom was buying my clothes. If I were permitted to, it was because she was purchasing the clothes for me. So I dressed like like I wore jeans and a T-shirt.
0: So then it goes to the point if a girl is um, aggressive and sexually aggressive, we don't really give credence to girls being sexually aggressive and we want to brush it under the rug and we don't ever want to talk about it. And we will want to blame the parents and say, well, your mama couldn't have been watching you. Your mama couldn't have been taking care of you the right way. Your daddy probably wasn't in the house. And I've seen girls that came from two parent households um to where the mom did. Maybe the mom didn't even necessarily have to have a girl uh, dress older. But the girl would get to school and she would change her hair. She would sneak around and she wouldn't wear the shit that her mom saw her go out the house with. She would go in the girl's mm-hmm. bathroom and she would be in something completely different out what outside of what her mom did. But we don't give any type of credence to that kind of shit. We don't give any That's type of credence on, to the girls uh, uh, grabbing on the boy's dick in um, between classes. We don't give any credence to... Uh, elementary school kids actually calling themselves bisexual or sucking dick in the fucking on the bus we don't want to talk about any of that shit because we still want to believe that all of our little girls are innocent and they have not done anything wrong and they've all been victims but a lot of the times that's not the case and Then you you want to look at the parents. this falls on the
1: children, not the parent, because the to say, wait a minute, I'm
0: wait a minute. I don't want to say that. Um I don't want to say that either, because some of it does fall on the parents, but you can't sit here and blame the parents for everything if you send your child out a certain way and you feel like you're raising your child right and you're giving your child discipline. And you're trying to teach your child the right way and your child still chooses to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Um, most people will sit here and tell you that that doesn't happen. That's not like that. That's impossible or whatever. But
1: um, we've all disobeyed our parents at some point. Oh, that's we? true. I, I agree with that. I want to respond, but I want to give Roger a chance to respond. And then I'll respond to the actual question that I asked, too. Um, you want to do the super, uh, do the, um, super chat first, which we got from Tim Howard. Uh Oh,
0: (laughs) shout out to shy Scorpio. Do we know if they were sexually abused? That's the case in more times than not. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't, uh, yeah. I, I don't want
1: to say that because I don't know.
0: We don't yeah, know.
1: We don't have any evidence or any statistics to speak to that point. But that is a, a, something to take into consideration. And then really quickly. And then I'll let Roger in and I'll respond. He says, Tim right. Howard says, let's. Not forget a lot of young girls purposely go after older men and lie about their age. Tim Howard, that's a fact. I've seen that happen countless times. So that is also something to consider, which goes back to Danny's point. So good, good point. Thank you for the support. Um, Go ahead, Roger.
5: Well, I mean, when, when it comes down to it, life ain't fair. So if if your child, if you're raising a child, it is your fault regardless of the child being disobedient or not, because that's just one of those things that come with life, not being fair. Uh, and, and every blue moon you're going to have a rebellious kid that just won't respond to what the parent mm-hmm. does but then you do have too many uh, pa- uh, parents who want to be their child's friend so when you're tr- trying to have that friendship relationship and it, it ain't working out that's still on them at the end of the day uh, truth be told a lot of parents know their kids as hoes and they and they okay with it
2: Ooh.
5: and it just is what it is Ooh. you know what I'm saying Roger.
1: Okay. here you come with the trigger can you warn us next time like bro
5: I thought you expected the truth when you when you, I, when you invited me to the show. Yeah, you
1: know but you gotta that? warn me when you go in there.
5: Okay, well, uh, uh, as soon as I showed up, that's when I started. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, you got a lot of uh, parents as hoes. You know what I'm saying? They they mm-hmm. dress just like their daughter. Well, you think that whole mother don't know her daughter a hoe, or you think that whole mother ain't trying to get her daughter to become a hoe? Cause she that's how her world mm-hmm. works. She thinks you can make it in life by being a hoe, period. So the quicker my daughter starts uh, doing this, the more advantages I'll get. Just like when, um, when when the R. Kelly situation started to hit the news. Okay, no, no, I had conversations with women and, and never asked them. You know, women I knew, some I didn't know. No way I can know anything about their past. And I was like, remember when, when y'all was having sex in high school when, with these grown men? And they just kept flowing with the question as if this didn't even bother them that I said it as if it was a matter of fact. And they just kept right along going. So when I got when I became a sophomore in high school, that's when I found out that it was just everyday regular behavior that uh girls was having sex with grown men. And they was bragging about it. it had, I ain't gonna never forget it. It was sophomore year. You know what I'm saying, and they, and they was bragging about how, how who had the oldest guy, and the oldest guy at that point was 25 years old. Facts. Now I've we... seen the
0: same exact thing, and I remember being in the eighth grade and still had my virginity. And a girl in the eighth grade, when I just moved back to uh, Mississippi, a girl from Mississippi was like, "Oh, you still a virgin? Like you used st- to like?" and was shocked that I was still a virgin. And I was sitting there shocked that she wasn't a virgin. And everybody looked at me like I was the outsider because I still had my virginity in the eighth grade. So I was sitting there looking crazy as hell. But then um, when I got to high school and then seeing our drill teams and how provocative the drill teams were, it's mm. a lot of things that's in place to make our young girls look older and to act older and to that's be more mature. Person. And I, I just, I, I would... I in the ninth grade was shocked at how provocative the drill team was, the dancing mm. that they were doing, and nobody blinked an eye like nobody
1: blinked an eye. And I felt like I was, oh, crazy. yeah, that's very normal. Um, you know, um, that's a very common thing. But uh, Roger, I wanted to let you finish up and then I want to, I'm dying to respond to um, the, the question on the table.
5: Oh, well, the whole thing is that, um, I mean, a- after you see the patterns of behavior, I've already accepted, like I'm sure a lot of other men, this is just something women going to encourage. Women en- encourage whole behavior. And when it comes down to it, there's a financial benefit for them to encourage their daughters to be whole. And just like I've said before, um, you know, if, if, your, if your 14-year-old girl has a, has a who does not have a job can come home with brand new shoes, brand new mm. skirts, and brand new purses, and brand new phones and things like that whatever her little th- uh, her little heart desires and you ain't got to pay for none of that a lot of them they they know she's dating some grown dude or some dude old enough where she ain't got no business dealing with that dude but they just don't care because they ain't got to buy it is what it is uh, and the system is not gonna go it's not going after women it's going after men so they don't care and how do you how do you tell me a woman who was having sex at 14 with a 25-year-old really has a problem with her daughter having sex at 14 with a
6: 25-year-old?
1: Well, I have to say, as it relates to the actual question, I think that the onus is on the parent. Yes, girls sneak uh, sneak to school and change their hairstyle, put on lipstick, put on makeup, uh, put on booty shorts or whatever. Um, they, they they sneak at school and do different things. But I'm going to tell you something. As a parent who has raised teenagers, you have to be on top of them. You have to do pop-ups. You have to do, and- like check on them unexpectedly. You have to tell them you get off work at seven and come home at five. You have to. To do that. Like, yeah. right? that is part of parenting. So, as a result, in my opinion, the onus is on the parent, despite the fact that young girls are fast. Young girls may be uh, acting outside of the, the, the morals and values that you've set forth. But as the parent, you are responsible for checking up on them, for, you know, trying to curtail that behavior. Yes, I am not taking away the fact that young girls are fast and they're aggressive and they're, you know, uh, they will do anything in their power. To get what they want, they're sneaky. They may tell you they're spending the night over their friend's house and have someone pretend to be the mom, and they going on oh. with God knows who. So yes, all of those things happen. But I still put the. Oh, I went through all of that with my. First of all, I was fast. I was. I was called fast at ten. Um, I, I don't think at that. I mean, I probably liked um, boy, uh, you know attention from boys. But I was. I was. I still played with Barbies until I was like thirteen years old. So I wasn't like even around guys outside of my own family like that. But once my mom and dad separated, that's when I started to act out and I was looking for like male attention. And I can admit that. Yes, I was. I was fast. Um, but I, so some of these things are things that I've engaged in myself. And some of these things are things that, you know, one of my daughters, like she, you know, went through a stage where she was just and it was when me and my ex separated, just looking for boy attention. But, yeah,
0: let me ask you a question. Let me read these super chats. And then I have a question for you. Concrete. Shout yeah, out I have a question Go you. And she says, Is this thing on? Uh honey. I don't know because honey, they, they being real. Uh change, okay. Um, shout out to mark Martez Wigglesworth. He says the narrative that every promiscuous female on the planet has been sexually abused and hence mm-hmm. are never accountable is false and dis- oh my Martez he, has a, he has tiny. a point
2: marte um,
0: talk to them. Shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, um, one thing I want to say about those predators is that they have real poor dick discipline. Mm-hmm. When a man have great dick discipline, he knows Ooh. what lines not to cross. And that is absolutely positive positive correct as well. Um, concrete, what I wanted to ask you. Was your mom able to prevent any of those things that you did outside of her scope of knowledge, even if she was doing all the pop-ups and stuff, could she? No, cause she wasn't.
1: Okay. No. She wasn't doing, she had, my mom had 10 kids. She wasn't trying to curtail the behavior. So me, I did try to curtail the behavior with my daughter and I was pretty successful. She didn't get caught in quite a few lies because baby, like you can't out slick me. Um, However, I want to say that I was never, I've never been assaulted. And like I said, I I sought male attention and I didn't use, like put my sexuality on display. I've never been one to dress really provocatively. like I. I am a very, I, you know, but I did like male attention, so. I naturally would garner the male attention. My body was developing and I didn't have to do anything special to get the male attention. Um, however, like that that fed my ego. And you know, I was fast, I can admit that. But um, I, it wasn't because I was abused in any way. I do think to the last um, super chat, like men who have de-discipline are not men who are gonna engage in sexual acts with these girls that are underage and use the excuse, that oh she was um she has a body like an adult. I think that men with de discipline will be like oh no like they recognize that maturity because they're not looking for reasons to believe that she's older than she is and that's all like that.
5: Well, the, I mean the issue is 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 it's, it's still pretty much a one sided issue. Men care about this stuff. The the guy. Do y'all think the the guys who um uh, who 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 don't go to work. Don't take care of their kids. You, you, you think the guys who have no ambition, those weren't the same guys having sex with minors. You really think they're they different people?
0: Um, Roger, I don't <laughs> think that they're different people at all. I think if um, a guy wants to do something, um, no matter what position of power he's in, it does not prevent him from being a predator or being attracted to a certain thing. Um, it... it if they say they have dick discipline yeah that might be one thing but i feel like a guy can practice dick discipline and not do anything predatory but if we keeping it a buck um, it's not going to stop a guy from being attracted to a certain thing if that's what he's attracted yeah. to. And I think that's the conversation that we really don't want to have.
1: But you could be so you find to. something attractive and still not act on it. I found yeah. men like, oh, he fine, but I'm going to stay away from him because I know he trouble. type.
0: No, of thing. Yeah, it could be that type of thing. But what I'm saying yeah. to you is this too. Okay, let's take a, um, let's say a 25-year-old woman and she's looking at a 15-year-old boy um we'll sit here and say that okay um you're not supposed to act or be reactionary to that you're not supposed to act on it and that's absolutely true um but then the I, I would put the put it in reverse if a girl is 15 and she's attracted to a 25 year old man and she is aggressively going after that 25 year old man of course we'll put it on a 25 year old man not to mess with her of course But we don't ever um, say anything to this 15-year-old girl that's hella fucking aggressive toward him. We don't put any responsibility on her um, or we don't, she's not held accountable for um, her aggressiveness toward this man either. And I think that that's. Well, she's um, a child.
1: Like the bonus is on the adult, like not the child. I'm going to put the bigger responsibility on the adult. Yeah. She should be reprimanded, but like she shouldn't be. Yeah. But to
0: me, I feel like that that's a part of the problem because we'll kind of brush her aggressiveness like we kind of gloss over her aggressiveness um but then let's say she gets attracted she's 15 but she's wanting to have uh sex with a 12 year old boy and she's just as aggressive towards the 12 year old boy like i said um most most men that i've come across have lost their virginities to older women most not have most and yeah so- me too
1: But I still think the older women are the ones in positions Like they're the ones who should be held responsible for that If you are engaging in an act with a child Especially someone underage You know like the people with the Man Boy Love Association They make those same type of assertions about children Like you are the adult You have the life experience You are, you know, um, you have the the, uh, mental capacity The maturity to be able to rebuff somebody's advances
0: no matter how aggressive they are um let me read the super chat shout out to big truck he says what's worse a pump and dumping boy your age creating single moms or a marriage-minded older guy um big truck let's not let's not get on here in front mm-hmm. either and act like um these guys aren't pumping and dumping and traumatizing yeah. these young ass girls. We ain't going to act like they all marriage minded or like they won't pump and dump these young ass right. girls. Too. Let's not do that cuz well, we've seen that too. Let's well, not the, let's not go there.
5: The point I was making is the behavior, the sexual behavior starts earlier. It's not like a person's 40 years old then has a bad sexual record. That's what I was saying. The guy, the guy, the same guys that a lot of women go have their kids with because they can't get a decent man to give them a baby. You know what I'm saying? Those guys, they was the ones messing with them girls. When, when, they, was, when they was grown and them girls was, was children, they was the same dudes messing with them children because that's how they do. They just take advantage yeah. of sexual opportunities. That's and they don't have they anything to lose. They, I agree, Roger. That's who they are as a person. You know what I'm saying? Now, the, the issue when it comes to the care. females is they don't care because a lot of women are coming up off of this stuff. They're getting bought stuff or they get to the go places or if they're a girl, they get to riding around in somebody's car. You know what I'm yep. saying? They they see all oh, this as benefits. And then when you got moms that don't care about their daughters, they don't want to get involved. No way. And it was a bunch of behavior. They was doing themselves anyway. When she was that age, that's what she was doing. So she just accepts it as normal. Now, when I started talking to my friends, I remember we started talking about the ages of what people was and the the people they first had sex with. Just about every friend I had told me about some adult woman that they had sex with as a child. It it shocked me at the time because I didn't think everybody was about to tell me a story about some adult woman they had sex with as a child. First guy said, oh, okay, that's cool. No biggie. Second guy said, oh, OK. Coincidence. Third guy. I'm like, whoa, I must have missed out because everybody in the room they 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 do they don't started in with an adult. And I did. I was left out.
0: But you know what else, too? Um, I don't want to keep sticking to the topic of like younger girls, older men. Um, but even younger girls and younger guys in dealing with children that are within your child's same age group, um, we still don't take into account of a lot of those situations. And we would want to call all, you know, of course the situations between a young girl and an older man, of course, that's predatory. And the same with the older woman, younger boy that I, I would agree that that's predatory. But then, when it comes to um, your sixth grader dealing with an eighth grade girl, um, we don't generally call those behaviors predatory when she could also be the aggressor in that situation. Um, do you guys think that there is a double standard as it pertains to boys and girls um, in that situation?
1: Absolutely. There is a double standard. Not only is there a double standard within society, but even like as it pertains to the law, if a um, young boy, if a young girl sends her photos to a young boy and they're of the same age, he could be criminalized for that. Um, you know, whereas you don't really see cases where the young girl is criminalized, despite the fact that she willingly sent those photos to someone. Um, and, you know, he could be get a, like a child porn charge. So I do think that there is absolutely a double standard. And I do notice that like you're, you're trying to highlight that double standard. Through, that's been like a constant theme throughout your comments. And uh, we, I do recognize that there is a double standard and I agree with you.
0: Okay. Um, well, big truck, uh, the marriage minded person would be um the better option. So um I'm gonna answer your question. Um, I'm gonna read the super chat. Shout out to Mr. Curlin, Mr. IKEA going curlin. He says, How often have you seen or overheard an adult woman eyeing one of their friend's teen son? And say some even out loud about it. Um I have definitely seen that. I've definitely seen it. Now we didn't have my mom didn't have a son, of course, but uh, I've definitely heard situations of. Women oh yeah, who, there's some. Um, Ooh, oh, he like, gonna be what? a heartbreaker.
1: Oh, when they he get, get over he yes, of course, we see that all the time. Now let a man say that to say that to his fr- his guy friend about his young daughter. Oh my God! But women do it all the women,
5: time. Women be calling children they boyfriends.
1: yeah Yeah. a baby a two-year-old oh that's my little boyfriend
5: hey what the heck they be doing it when they 12 and 13 and Mm -hmm. and don't nobody act like they well i do but everybody be acting like she's not a pervert why would you tell a 12 why would you say to a 12 year old that's my boyfriend that's my little cute boy or whatever she's saying to the dude i done seen plenty of women doing that they do that like it's normal so they don't expect no repercussions
0: behind that That's absolutely true. Um, Roger, what do you think of... Oh, go ahead, Concrete.
1: Um, I wanted to know that... are when we talk about like you know, fast girls, I want to know if there is a difference between being naturally curious because young boys do start their curiosity at like 12, 13. Once they you know, um, start to um have like seminal fluid and stuff, they start to be curious too, and they may not display it in the same ways that young girls do. But I want to know, like, is there a difference between being naturally curious, like about your body, about boys, um. Uh, And being fast, like what's the, if so, what is the difference?
0: I don't think we will actually give girls uh, or boys credit for being curious. And we will all like to keep our children in this nice little virginal box Mm -hmm. and think that they won't ever have those thoughts. Um, You try to keep them away from certain types of music. You don't let them watch certain types of TV shows. Um, You might go to church every Sunday and you're trying to shield them away from a world to where everybody isn't raising their kids the same. And so you might keep your child away from all of this stuff and then your child goes to school and he's hearing terms and um, boys are disgusting little creatures and girls are just as disgusting because they're having these talks at school um, before the parents can actually really even get to them. And so then when it comes down to them talking about having erections or um, girls getting turned on and stuff like that, we're not having these types of conversations with our kids about their body's natural occurrences or about attraction and,
1: we're not talking about these things cuz a, yep. a lot of us are ashamed and it's it's conversation. Yeah, it's taboo for it's black hard. people we don't have those discussions but white people do that's that's the interesting thing is that I grew up around nothing but white kids they had those discussions at home and what white people white girls are also naturally curious around the same age but you know the difference white people are going to go take their kids and get them on birth control my mama felt like that was consenting to me you know Having engaging sex. in sex so yep. she would never. Ever do that despite the fact that clearly if you recognize that I'm quote unquote fast or that I'm starting to be interested in boys there's likely nothing you can do to slow that down but why not take preventative measures so uh, you you hit on a good point and uh, Roger I wanted to know your thoughts too Roger he may be busy.
2: No, I'm
5: not I'm not I was I was having an issue uh now I, I would say that the thing the thing about it is when it comes to boys we're regulated. Everybody telling us not to do something when we a kid, everybody telling us to wear comms if you going to mess with a girl, everybody saying don't mess with no girls at all. Boys have always been regulated in this scenario. I think we try to keep this image going like the girls are sugar and spice and everything nice cuz I was never Worn mm-hmm. about girls growing up. I was always told what I couldn't do. I've, n- I've never heard stories or I was never around the corner when somebody else was getting, getting talked to about what these girls are going to do. Boys have always been regulated. And girls been able to just do whatever they want. And when girls say something, we treat them like victims. People don't even believe the girls did something wrong half the time.
2: Mm. Yeah,
1: that was a good point too. White people are more likely to supervise it and permit the dating, but they're like, "Okay, well, you can have your little friend over." Black parents, ain't, you ain't you ain't allowed today. They think that they can like instill fear in you, and that you, that'll prevent you from your being curious or going forth but white parents are like, let's take a different approach. Yeah, you're allowed to date. I'll drop you off at the movie theater. He can come over. You guys can hang out on the back porch. Let, let You know, that doesn't mean that the white girls are not also engaging in some of the same behaviors, but they're taking preventative measures. They typically have a more open relationship with their parents where they can talk about these things, whereas Black people, Black parents feel like they can just instill the fear of God in you, and you're going to stay away from boys. That's not how
2: it works. What,
5: what not? sometimes it's about what What's being said because, like I said, boys have always been regulated now. When I when I see girls being told to, to, to do the things like y'all was saying, uh the fast fast girls, somebody calling you fast because you're a time boy, mm-hmm. there is a reason for uh, uh, um somebody telling you don't hang out around a bunch of boys because they don't want you comfortable around boys when you get to certain ages. So you may not see that as a preventative measure. Yeah. You, you may not, you may not see that as a preventative measure, measure, but that's what it was. Boys are always regulated when it comes to the girls. It seemed like, you know what I'm saying? We, we gonna hear stuff. Don't you go get nobody pregnant. You keep your dick in your pants, all that type of stuff. We'll get that growing up. Now, probably nowadays it's probably coming out less because you got so many single mothers in charge of, in charge of the boys, but they still going to hit here from other avenues. Girls are just kind of told to stay away from boys. I've heard that growing Mm -hmm. up, but I ain't really heard nothing else
1: so they well girls are told to stay away from boys but you also tell you, know, you you know like uh you're you hear a lot of just very negative rhetoric as it relates to boys there's never just the open conversation oh okay so now you're interested in but like there's not that open dialogue with black parents black parents are typically just gonna tell you don't do it and threaten you if you do you're gonna get your a beaten this that and the other as opposed to like that's not how. If a child has become curious about something, you threatening them is not going to make the curiosity go away.
5: No, it ain't gonna make the curiosity go away. But if your parents tell you not to do something, you are supposed to listen to them. So,
1: oh yeah, Te-
5: you know what I'm saying? Nice <laughs>
1: try with teenagers.
5: Uh, it depends on who the parent is. Because when you are taught from a child that you don't, you don't test your parents, a bad stuff going to happen. Sometimes you just rather listen to them than deal with it.
1: I don't know too many teens who didn't test their parent in some capacity, maybe not as it relates to dating, but that's what right. teenagers do. That's very natural. And, and that's okay. Like they're coming into their own, they're, you know, curious about all types of different things. But I think the important part is if you have that open dialogue with your children, they're more apt to come to you about things, even if it's drugs or something crazy that happened or I, I, like, I, I and that's something I had to learn along the way when it came to my daughter. Like I never wanted them to keep secrets from me, but I recognized that once I started to, um, once they felt that like I was judging their behavior as opposed to just being able them being able to come to me and me listen and you know ingest the information and kind of you know maybe give my opinion or advice, um, they they would not come to me. And once I started having real dialogue with them about things that I've experienced, I, I had to work to change shift the narrative or uh, mm-hmm. shift our our uh, relationship.
0: Yeah. Um, with Solomon, um, you know, I, you would want to kind of leave it to the dads, um, like leave it to his uh, real father and um, also leaving it to Curlin um, to have those discussions. But then at the same time, you know, he's in the house with me as you know, as, uh, as the custodial parent. So I'm trying to foster that type of relationship now so that he can be careful so that we can have open dialogue about it because he is he's at the age where he's really really curious about it now and like i said you can shield them away but you know of course it's gonna come up and so um with solomon i try to teach him slang terms as well as the proper term um and Trying to get to him before other kids get to him and they're feeding him misinformation or he feels like he can't talk about it or be um, open about it. And I think that that does cause a lot of prevention when you're able to be
5: open. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm gonna let you read this super chat and then I'm gonna say something
0: shout out to kd for the super chat uh we really appreciate it um guys we are not um allergic to donations so if y'all do want to send us a little something we greatly appreciate it that's right. shout out to you. uh go ahead roger What you think?
5: all right well I, my my thinking is uh a parents don't need their kids to come to them you're supposed to go to your kid you're the parent it's your mm-hmm. job you know what they need to know just take it to them you know what i'm saying that that's how i look at it uh that, you know, there's there's some girls that I, I deal with. You know what I'm saying? They got lucky to even know who I am. But they got, <laughs> so they got lucky. Cocky. Yeah, they got I ain't cocky, I'm just keeping it yeah, real. Yeah, you they are. Got, they got lucky to, to know who I am. And, uh, when you know, when I started talking to them about being virgins and what's the value of being a virgin, they didn't ask for the information. They just got told. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I, I don't need them to come tell me anything. I'm an adult. I know what they're going to deal with in the world. I'm going to simply take it to them. I'm going to give them everything I think they need to know whenever I feel like it as far as how involved I'm going to be. I don't wait for them to ask me for squat. But I think if but you're a parent, especially one that lives in the home, mm-hmm. if I got a son or a daughter, there's nowhere in the world I'm waiting on them to to, to bring something to me. I'm I've telling them everything I, I think
1: I want them to know, Period. I agree with that. I actually would broach subjects with my my children. And I was, you know, from once my oldest daughter started dating, I'm like have discussions about, you know, protecting herself, sex, uh, you know, let her know, hey, you know, you can talk to me if you have any question. Like I was not, I broached the subject with her. Um, and my oldest daughter is just, you know, very introverted. It wasn't that i out of concern about her doing something that she wasn't supposed to do. It was, you know, I know you're at a stage where you are curious and as a result i want to have this conversation with you and let you know that you know we we have an open relationship if you need to talk to me about anything i'm here
0: right um shout out to mr Carlin. he says with boys and girls i've observed more stay away but that's where it ends there's rarely any depth same with managing money and credit absolutely positively agree Mm -hmm. um we will tell our kids just stay away don't do this that and the third but you're not explaining why you're not explaining about them urges you ain't explaining shit you're just telling them that you gonna go straight to hell if you do anything wrong Mm -hmm. and of course that's um not that hasn't really been a proven method um, shout out to the anti-social social socialite podcast i always feel like it's a little tongue twister um, <laughs> shout out to you for your super sticker thank you thank so you. Thank so you. much
5: well i want to say that um now see like uh, one of the girls i did with she, she's 17 right now she's a virgin if you ask her why she's a virgin she's going to tell you The reason I'm a virgin is because I have more value as a virgin than I do as not being a virgin. And it'll help me, you know what I'm saying? I'll possibly be able to marry a man that's at a greater level than I would have been able to get if I wasn't a virgin. That's what she gonna tell you. And she's 17. I tell them what what I want them to know so they can operate accordingly. You know what I'm saying? Now, she she go to school with regular people. Her friends are hoes. You know what I'm saying? When I asked her when, when she was in high school, you know what I'm saying, a couple years ago or whatever. When I, I asked her about her friends, I was like, you, you in high school now, so your friends already hoes, right? She like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I knew they was, because look, look what age we live in. And a lot of folks don't talk to their kids. So that's why I explained to her so she'll have an understanding of what the whole purpose of her keeping her virginity is. So now she ain't trying to give it up because she knows she give it up, you know. There's a dude that she maybe wouldn't have qualified for that now she possibly can. And once she gives it up, it's over with. So now she has a reason to hold on to that particular value for herself. My thing is I'm, I'll am tell them what they need to know for themselves which so they can make better decisions about their own life.
0: Um, Shout out to Tim Howard. He says should the age be lowered,
2: the, the age, age what? would.
0: Right. Probably talking about the age of consent.
1: Hell no. Well, then, I don't think it should be lowered and it varies from state to state as well. So
0: Yeah. yeah. Um I think uh I I, I I wanna say that uh the common age is 16 across the United States. Um
1: it's, but yeah, 15 um, in some states and it's even 14 in at least one or two states.
5: Well, I, I just tell folks, uh, wait till you're 18 when you're an adult. Period. <laughs> if you're gonna do it, you might as well wait till, till at least then, so you can deal with the repercussions of it at the end of the day. But uh, but I think women need to take this stuff more seriously. I think women don't care about this uh,
0: stuff because
2: it doesn't. Wait really a minute. Really let me
0: let me just say this. Um, the common age it's not uh, under 16. The common age in most states is 16, and it goes up. So um, 16 is the lowest. Um, no, it's you,
1: not. It's fifteen in the state that I came from, so I know it's sixteen is not the lowest. Yeah,
0: they probably changed the laws. I'm looking at uh the what you call it right now, and it's saying that the common the like all the states are sixteen and up.
5: Well, that's why I tell people you wait to eighteen, you know you're good in every state, and you ain't have to worry about that stuff.
0: Yeah. Mississippi no. is sixteen, and, and then
5: and when it comes to uh and like I'm saying, the the law affects men differently. That's why we care more. Women don't re- aren't that affected by the law. So shout out to everybody who started telling on them women, because when I seen that string of white women going to jail for having sex with minors, that was that was a beautiful thing. Uh, so shout out to all those people who told on those folks. But realistically, the law don't really mess with y'all like that. I I remember uh watching a it was a court case. It was there was a guy on a court case um there was some girl i forget how, how old she was she claimed to be an adult even had an id made up to show that she was an adult you know what go ahead and read the super chat real quick I um, um, <laughs> um pump and dump and eat
0: pump and dump and eat okay uh, (laughs) shout out to Ramil and mr palmer um if you guys have not seen the hilarious video um y'all should. it it was pretty good um and i did want to read this uh thing this chat from afro shop he says it's women fighting modesty and promoting hypersexuality at this point Ain't no man listening to WAP. Some of y'all jamming to it, don't worry. Um, I just
1: want to say this really quickly. The age of consent that you quoted, that's the age of consent to have sex with someone over the age of 18. It, in Tennessee, you can be as lo- oh. young as 13. You can be as young as 13 to 18, but the partner can't be more than two years older than you. And so the you're talking Romeo like, you Juliet laws. I, I don't know, but I'm. I have it up right here on ageofconsent.net, and I knew like the state that I was in that it was 15 because I have a friend who um, someone was criminalized for having sex with them, but he was 18. So it was this. It's the same in the state that I lived in that you can be uh, 14, but the person can't be more than two years older than you.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. That does change that. Uh, what you call it? Tremendously um that dynamic tremendously when you're talking about the age of consent um especially when it comes down to certain ages so yeah that was a really really yeah and that is called the uh romeo and juliet law so yeah um
5: great point it is now but now like i was saying i saw a guy being prosecuted for having sex with a minor The, the 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 minor looked like a woman dressed like a woman tried to act like a woman in every kind of way and even had fake id's the, the girl was doing it so much that when she, when the guy was being prosecuted that her parents was actually witnesses for him. Was saying that she has a pattern of behavior of doing this. We keep trying to stop her from being this way. But the dude was being prosecuted just the same. He he did admit that he had sex with the woman, but he did not know that she hadn't... Um, I think, he, I forget his exact his, his age, but he thought she was an adult too, especially because of the ID. And the girl literally had already done this to somebody else who was currently serving time as this trial was going on. So this is not new to her. This is what she does. But, but I'm pretty sure he still went to jail anyway, because he was on trial. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because he had sex with money at the end of the day. They don't care about the fact that you don't know. They don't care what she did to trick you. They don't care nothing about she had a fake ID. And I'm pretty sure he went to serve some time because if he wasn't, why would they be having a trial in the first place?
1: Now, I've seen several stories like that. I gave the example of my, it was actually my best friend growing up. Um, She was 13 when she gave birth to her baby. She was 12 when she was dating this guy. He was 17. He was 18 by the time she turned 13. Now, her mom knew that she was dating him the entire time. And when she got pregnant, the mom went and pressed charges. So now he has a statutory charge. Um, But she was okay with it until her daughter got pregnant and that's the second that that's one of two scenarios that I know that happened just like that where the parents were fully aware that the daughter was dating someone older but until they got pregnant that's when an issue arised and you know they filed criminal charges going to read that yeah thank you black with a q she says great topic we'll catch the playback hope y'all have a great rest of the day thank you thank you thank you for the support definitely catch the playback this is extremely interesting i actually have another question danny unless you do go ahead go ahead i want to know um is fastness, if that's a word, uh, a learned behavior like, uh, you know, there are so many, you touched on it earlier when you talked about like media influence and like the society that we live in and all of the things that young people have to contend with is it learned behavior because clearly you can have two kids raised in the same house um, that deal with the same thing. And one is quote unquote fast and the other is not. Um, If if so, um, what in what ways are do children or young girls learn to be fast? Like, it, from what uh, influences, excuse me?
5: Well, it, it don't I, matter, okay. Oh. Oh, go ahead, Roger. Oh, go ahead No, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead
0: I would say, um, it depends on what you're feeding your child, um, and I'm not talking about food. But if you are allowing your child to ingest certain things on TV, um, like, okay, at one point I couldn't watch R-rated movies, um, especially if the R-rated movies had uh, sexually suggestive things in it. Now, I would be able to watch violence and stuff uh, when I was younger, but my grandmother was very careful about letting me watch things with a lot of sexuality, or seductive, uh, uh, seductive stuff in it. Um, if you got your daughter sitting around watching love and hip hop and you're letting her, allowing her to be on social media, um, to me, while it may not be the whole picture of what's being learned, or I'll give another example, you allowing your daughters to see, um, you in adult situations. And I mean, not to where you're having sex, but your child is seeing how you deal with men. And if you're a whole mm. and you have whole behaviors and you're allowing your child to um, pick up on those whole behaviors and you are allowing your daughters to see how you play men and how you do things with men, your child is bound to pick up uh, some of that. Now, whether or not she acts out on it, you know, that might be a different story, but um, I do think a lot of it is learned. I would, to, I would go as far as to say, most of it is learned um you're in an environment to where there's no restrictions there's access to everything everything you want to see everything you want to hear um you playing and your daughter knows the words to WAP before she knows her damn abcs i think a lot of that has a lot to do with it then the way we're allowing our daughters to dress um so the girls and the moms absolutely look the damn same now. The mama got a uh, hair down to her ass. The daughter got hair down to her ass now. And this is in high mm-hmm. school to where it was the point we couldn't even wear weave until we went to like a me prom either. And graduation. Me, either. baby, I had a pin up, a French roll. That part. But girls are wearing weave down to their asses just on a regular day, and they got inches and bundles, and um, she's got her tits out, and she's got her tights yeah. on, and there's nothing covering her ass. And we say, Don't look at her, don't look at her. I know she's doing things to entice you, but don't look because you have uh, the the onus is on you not to look because you're an adult and you should know better than to look, but mm-hmm. she's trying to entice you. And if, if a woman says, well, I put on tights and I put on these sexy clothes for myself and I'm not doing it to get anybody's attention. I don't care about getting not getting attention. I'm doing this for myself. I will also beg, uh, beg to differ and call bullshit on that because certain things are for it enticing and attention but we've got we've gotten away from the truth behind those things Mm -hmm. and we'll say well you know um the child has no responsibility the mama doesn't have any responsibility to what somebody else does or how somebody else reacts and if you do it for seductive qualities and tendencies that's what it's for that's what it was made for but Mm -hmm. we don't give any credence to that so i will say that it is definitely learned behaviors um most the majority of its learned behaviors the majority
1: that's a that's a good point because I, I know like earlier the comment was made regarding like uh you know essentially the parents not um you know but only having so much control but these days what from what i see i remember when my kids were in school like their fashion their their shopping halls for back to school came from Foot Locker, um, um, American Eagle, and Hollister. These kids mm. doing um, uh, fashion hauls from Fashion Nova. Fashion Nova <laughs> has adult clothes. Their moms are buying their bundles. They have the long, extra long nails that cost $100 for a refill and the designs. Like they're yeah. wearing um, lash extensions. Like the, the most often from what I see, the parents are the ones fitting Mind the it. bill for this. Yeah, okay. this isn't like kids like even have Having to sneak around and do certain things the parents are on board with it a lot of the mothers are on board with it a lot of time
0: i wholeheartedly agree roger what are your thoughts well
5: i ain't never met no baby that knew how to be a ho so i know they learned from somewhere
1: (laughs) Mm. uh, this man
5: when it come down to it i mean yeah they, they mama buying the clothes until she can get some dude to take take over meaning if I can teach her to be a hoe and then I get a 25-year-old with a job to come in, he can start buying her clothes. So, as I said before, the, the women encourage this type of stuff because if something go down, she ain't in trouble no way. The daughter ain't in trouble with the law because she a child. The bad mama bad. not in trouble with the law because she didn't actually have, she didn't get caught having sex with the minor. Who has an issue? The dude that had sex with the minor that bought the chicks some clothes. So, the guy's disposable at the end of the day. She still want her daughter some, to get bought stuff, though. She just don't want to buy it. So she's just going to encourage her to be a hoe so she can get the next sucker. Just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like a bunch of guys having sex with minors are, are the smartest uh, or the sharpest knives in the drawer. It ain't like that's what the case usually usually is. Usually those are lazier guys. Who just want an easy fix and if you trying to have sex with a minor of course it's a lot easier than trying to have sex with a woman at the end of the day it just comes easier so they just hit an easy target that's all it come down to but if if you look at social media right now and you look at how women are dressed with their own daughters you can see it being taught just like when you even when you asked the question earlier about the yoga pants okay now If you wearing yoga pants as an adult woman in front of children to show off your body to all these strangers, then what do you what message is that giving to your daughter about her body? It should be shown off. So you are telling your own daughter to try to gain as much sexual attention as possible. You think this is not going to have an effect on her in some kind of shape, way and form? You know, why would you want to be outside trying to give people's let people uh, see you in a sexual light if you have no intention of having sex with them? Or you're not even on the prowl. That's not sexual. Yoga pants? What?
0: Look at what yoga pants are supposed to show off.
5: Don't they show off? No, 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 no. There's levels to everything and there's a time and place for everything. Just like there's beach wear. When you go to the beach, we know this is how people are gonna dress at a beach.
0: But mind you, Roger, and just to bring up a quick point, when you got girls taking pictures in the mirror, nowhere near a goddamn beach to show off their
1: bikinis and shit, they ain't near.
0: They now, I near can a agree new with shower. that.
1: But yoga pants and leggings are just comfortable. Like that's that's my my new work that's uniform. Me Having to work from home,
5: comfortable. Being naked is extremely comfortable. You know, ain't, ain't,
1: ain't, ain't an outfit Thanks. you
5: can put on that's gonna be naked.
0: But I'm not gonna sit here in front like uh my my tights and my t-shirt don't show off my shape. Um or my way. yeah, yeah. And so if I get the right pair of leggings and they got a little ass lift in them, and my ass looking extra fat. Girl, necked, have you seen the TikTok
1: leggings? Like people parts. are wearing them specifically because they make that booty look nice, like exactly. women are out and bought them they've been like out of stock every time you check because they make your butt look nice so yeah i get well, it i see,
5: understand I, I know why women start wearing leggings so much see i didn't figured it out already i didn't been around enough women and i didn't caught enough clues here and there the reasons leggings took off because they was cheap women already got cheap clothes and leggings have always been really cheap so women start buying those because they're cheap they're easy to put on, walk around with, and they lazy about getting dressed and all kinds of other stuff. They don't want to leggings ain't them.
1: that to on cheap. Now no. if you go, I mean, and get I guess guess if you go on to one leggings, yeah, yeah leggings like, like, are shit. Be like, but they good on this quality. Hold, hold on, hold
5: on, because y'all y'all think about women stuff. It, it, I'm talking about if you compare that to an actual pair of pants or an actual dress, they're cheap. Yeah, you
2: know what yeah. I'm saying, Sex. So
5: so they're cheap. Therefore, a lot of women get them because they're cheap and easy to put on. But the whole thing is this as an adult, there's a certain way you should be dressed out and about in the world, especially when children are gonna be all over the place. A lot of women nowadays don't even take into account that children are going to see them. There's a certain way you you could I can understand you being out at night. If you out at eight, nine, ten o'clock at night, kids supposed to be at home and doing stuff with their parents anywhere, whatever the case is, they shouldn't be out like that anyway. Now, if you want to wear your whole dresses and your whole skirts and all that other type of stuff, it those out. Makes all the sense in the world. I ain't even tripping. You ain't supposed to be out with your kids like that at those times anyway. But, see, there's no respect for what your other people's kids are going to see. So you dressing all naked and stuff in front of any and everybody. You up at the grocery store with your chest almost falling out your shirt. And then you won't, don't want kids to be sexual and experimenting things like that. It's, it's a bunch of stupidity at the end of the day. Now, of course, guys like it, but even though we see it and we like it and we still say something about it, so it's hard to, for a man to understand why y'all won't do something about it because we actually like it and we don't so want y'all to. So, y'all gonna stop wearing great jogging pants? The, girl the, whole, the, the, whole, the whole point is we like it and we don't want you to do it. Now, And when, and when it comes to jogging pants, you know, real talk. I never actually even thought about somebody because when I heard about the jogging pants and dick prints and all, this is something new to me. I just heard about that through social media. That has that concept didn't even cross my mind ever, and I don't think it has ever crossed a man's mind until me and her women say something about it. So
1: now that you know, do you refrain from wearing great jogging pants?
5: I don't. I yeah. I don't. I don't really. I I don't really wear jogging pants in general. So. um, <laughs> I mean, what I I don't I don't is is make a gray pair of jogging pants different than another pair of jogging pants, but I, I don't wear jogging pants just for the sake of wearing jogging pants anyway. I'm gonna wear slacks of jeans. Oh. You know, okay. I don't really wear jogging pants. Matter of fact, I think I only own maybe one pair, maybe two.
0: Um, if you all could hit the like button, we have 114 in the building. Um, please hit the like button. We thought this was an excellent, excellent topic. Um, I'm going to try to drop the link one more time and see if anybody wants to come up. And if not, we can actually start the process of wrapping it up. But Girl, I don't have... twist that hand. Oh no, man. And, and not. Um, I do have uh, one more question.
5: Well, let me just say real quick. See, with, okay. a, with subject matters like this, a lot of people ain't going to necessarily come up because... It, it's so many women out here that's already gonna be trying to say some guys a pervert if he say the truth about something. So they they a lot of times guys gonna want to refrain from even dealing with this type of conversation. Me, I, I don't care because I know only a pervert gonna say that.
0: Okay. Oh well, damn. I okay. Really? Yeah. I'm about to go.
5: <laughs> good morning,
0: uh,
1: ladies.
7: Good morning. Uh, good morning. Hello, hello.
1: Truck. Danny, you and asked power- your question. And I can weave mine in somewhere, you know, within the conversation.
0: Okay, I'm going to let them uh, get the, what you call us out first. Uh, okay. Rick, what do you got?
7: Yeah, well, um, as you pointed out earlier, when we were talking about uh, these uh, age gap uh, relationships, see, the thing about it is, you know, the law is one thing. And, um, you know, we obey, we, we do our best to obey the law as much as possible, right? But see, the problem I see is the gray area. Where you have uh minors who are operating as if they were adults. So a lot of this like the predatory nature and stuff that people keep on just saying that word predator. Um, you have you know you have young women who prey on young boys, and I shouldn't say young women, I'll say there's young minor females who prey on young minor males, and then you have young minor males who prey on young minor females. And I hate to use the word predator because the problem is they are growing up in, a, in a, a culture that is teaching them these things when they shouldn't be learning these things. And as adults, I don't see many adults doing anything to stop that culture from spreading and to continue putting that in these kids' minds. Now, I will say this. We have noticed that the teen pregnancy rate has dropped off dramatically. Most of that is because most of the boys are busy playing video games and the girls who you you know you're pointing out that are fast a lot of them are not messing with these boys their own age a lot of them have tended to go towards your older guys and the reason why is because they can provide for them where the guys the boys their age can't provide anything for them now ultimately a crime is a crime um you can't date anybody young, younger than 18 that's just that's just what it is a crime is a crime the thing about it is a lot of people who come from other countries and other cultures, and they come here, they don't have the same laws. So just as I pointed out, the age of consent ain't the same all the way around the world. In some places, it's as low as 14. Some places, it's as low as 12. And um, I have noticed that, that the, uh, what is it, uh, the, the, um, not the United Nations, but the World Health Organization has been trying to force them to raise the age of consent. But in many countries, especially the agrarian ones, it doesn't matter even if you do raise the age of consent because the people are still um, getting pregnant and whatever young. The bottom line, I, and I'll, I'll just stop right here, but the bottom line that you need to understand is the government doesn't give a shit how old you are. The government just wants live births because live births are the health of the state. That's, that's it. They don't care how you get them. They don't care how you have them. All they want is live births. That's how the government operates. So go ahead. Okay.
0: Um, thank you so much. Um, I agree with some of those points too. Um, let's get Jack Spade
7: up in here. Jack, what are your thoughts? Well, what well, can I just ask before you move on, which point don't you agree with?
0: I can't remember.
7: You can't remember?
0: Damn. No, I can't
7: remember. You you
0: said a lot within a, a, a short period of time, and I I'd be having like a um my attention span be there but sometimes i can't uh get it all the way out so well, sorry about that uh, okay
7: well next time let's use a notepad and maybe a pen and pencil. <laughs> no, <joking>. i got <laughs> one too
0: and <laughs> i was trying to operate this chat room and i'm listening i'm like yeah that's a good point i'm sorry Okay. My all part. right all right okay um jack spade what are your thoughts
8: hey man there ain't nothing wrong with having a pair or two of a uh, gray sweatpants matter of fact wear them suckers when her mama and her baby sister come on over
0: going to do that?
8: I'll do that.
0: Oh, oh, okay. No wonder you ain't got no woman. Okay, go ahead. What else you got? Oh, that was it. Oh, Okay, yeah, I know you ain't had
8: none too much. Um, I mean, can oh, I so ask- the thing, so my, my only thing about the fast girls, I don't know why folks are acting so amazed now. I mean, these fast girls have existed for the damn longest. I mean, uh, okay, <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Gen Xer, but we had. Qu- I'm a Gen Xer from New York City, but we had our fair share of fast girls, it's just the way it is. It's always been like that and it's going to continue to stay like that. You're going to have some girls who are a little bit more conservative, honestly conservative, and you're just going to have them fast girls. Only thing a, a guy has to worry about is try to make sure that it's not one of his daughters that's the fast girl. Let somebody else's daughter be the fast girl.
5: Okay. And and let me just ask real quick, what's the thing These about the gray sweat sweatpants? Because sweatpants in. are sweatpants. So and, and I mean I'm no, they're
0: they're me. not. They're not. Um gray sweatpants um tend to show off a print. And uh no, I figured out everything was... that you're working with when you got them gray sweatpants on don't do that. And that's why I said there's nothing wrong with
8: wearing it when her mama comes up. Now, of course, you're dealing with somebody that's a, uh you know in their 30s or 40s but hell ain't nothing wrong when when letting let the ball show when a mama come over there or a baby sister come over there let everybody know what you got
0: well, well, I'm always shocked at y'all y'all crazy as a box of damn rocks what go ahead with your gray sweatpants uh chaos what you got Lord have mercy
8: all right but hey everybody have a good week hey, Miami. stay dry take care
4: you too, Jack. Thank you for coming through. Hey, Jack. <laughs> um, let me say something. Um, in regards to fastness, that's a parent's problem if your children get fast. And that's why when you look at the community that's only raised by one parent for decades now, it only drives and fuels the environment we see now when we complain about fastness of young girls. You know, now mind you, I did not know that older young girls we're having sex with underage boys, you know? And I think the reason why that is because some of them might look appealing and cute enough for them to take away their virginity. That's how it goes sometimes. So when you hear stories, some dudes that got sex early, well, they probably were cute enough to the few um, women, either teenagers or adults, that gave them the pussy. That's how it works. I mean, it's not right, it's not wrong, but that's how our community is structured. Now, if, if there was both parents around, you know, it's a little bit harder. A little bit harder. But now because our environment is so chaotic, I mean chaos. You see a lot of single mothers, you know, doing her thing, let her chair, you know, do their thing. And you know, it gets all like a um like a love fest, you know. People getting orgies, etc. That's our community as we see it now today. No way to correct that, you better have that father involved. Uh that your son's gonna get his Johnson stuck by a teenager or an older woman and your daughter, she might just get screwed. By either boy or girl. Who knows? <laughs> okay.
0: Well, thank you so much, Chaos, for that. Um, G Serotonin, what do you have?
6: I'ma just say that. You know, to me, I've never I expected at this point because it seemed like the women want to look like Strippers and trans trans uh I think that's what they want to look like, man. I, I I don't understand how a whole group of people want to look like strippers and prostitutes. Like like that's weird to me. But that's the whole look. The whole look is coming from strippers, Decepticons, and prostitutes. And it's like the women is just adopting the whole look. They adopting the whole movement by a bunch of women that don't even go to work every day. <laughs> so there's women that's actually getting fired and quitting their jobs so they can dress like that. And, and in my head, I, I think it's just, that's what the women, that's how they are, that's what they wanna be. And I think we should go ahead and support the hold'em. That's it.
0: <laughs> um, Why do you think we should Yeah. why do you think we should support the hold'em?
6: Because that's what they wanna do. Why will we fight a group of women that wanna be hoes? I'm not about to sit up here and tell a woman that walk, talk, dress, and quack like a hoe that she a queen. Nah, it's clear that you're a hoe, so we're gonna treat you like that. And I think that's where everybody getting mad at because man is starting to treat them like what they act like. Why will we treat you like something precious and you walking around here halfway ass naked with Orange hair and green spandex pants and purple nails—you look let like a fucking ask, clown. Let <laughs> me ask
0: you a question. Um, um, I'm sorry, uh, I forgot your name.
2: Just
0: G is quick. G. G. I'm sorry, G Saratoni. Okay, so would you say that it would be kind of like white supremacy if um people treated black men because they were dressed a certain way? Would you say that would be like a form of white supremacy? Supremacy if we treat a black man like thugs, and I'm you know playing a double fabric No,
6: that that wouldn't be that way. If a nigga dressed like a thug, he probably a thug. (laughs) If you dress like a thug, if you if you waking up in the morning and you all you got on is jogging pants and a white t-shirt and some air maxes, where the fuck you going to work like that at? You got a point. <laughs> where is you going to work like? What type of man is dressed in leisure wear all day?
3: You might, have a job. you
6: might have a job where you could do that at, but I'm saying come on now, when you know when you see a man going to dress for work, he's in work clothes or some type of slacks or some type of jeans because that's what men work in. Any man that can wear gym shorts and fitted caps all day probably don't got no real job anyway. <laughs> uh, you, make, you make
5: somewhat of a point because, like I said, I only got maybe one or two pairs of jog. But but when I work out, I, I I use I use shorts to work out in. So I just don't own jogging pants. Yeah.
6: Like that. Well, you know, you know, I'm a trucker, Raj, and uh, we can pretty much day near wear anything we want. But it's just we still put on clothes even though we driving all day because that's professional. You don't want to show up at your your carriers and your drop-off points, and you got a sweatsuit on every time. Eventually, they're going to say something to you like, okay, this dude, you know what I'm saying, is lazy. Your appearance actually matters. Mm-hmm. So when people getting dressed and they styling themselves, even if they not thugging, these little niggas is trying to look like thugs when they get dressed. That's just the real deal. Just like these women is trying to look like hoes we it, it, that's just what it is like why is we such denial okay where is they getting the whole look from explain to me where the whole look is coming from nah they hold mama you
5: right you right
6: they hold Cause, mama because that's not that shit that shit not couture it's not it's not at paris fashion week that shit ain't getting showed in no major magazines they copying the styles that they see the strippers and shit wearing
0: that's true Really true,
6: so we gotta be serious. Why what I'm gonna treat you just like what you dress like? Oh, yeah, you lit. Yep, come drink this penny out the bottle and turn up and hop in the whip with the homie. Oh, <laughs> yeah, wow. you lit. We ain't trying to make sure you get home. We about to go eat, we about to turn up and drop this little hoe off. You know what I'm saying? And that's what's going on, and that's why everybody's stuck like these dudes ain't like they used to be. No, because y'all, old. why would we be taking y'all on dates and all this shit? and you over here? In the backseat with the other homies, drinking Henny out the bottle, getting ready to buzz down. Come on now. We ain't. Like, I don't know. I think that for so long, us men, for so long, a majority or a big group of men was not aware and it wasn't visible what these women was doing. Like, I'm from the hood. I've seen this shit my whole life. I done seen the girls that leave their good mama and daddy house to come to the projects with us. And the first thing they trying to do is lose all inhibitions when they get there. Like, we ain't got no pride or moral. And we looking around like, nigga, our own homegirls who grew up with us don't even act like this. So, bitch, you leaving home just to come act like a hoe? So, you leaving your parents' good home that they work hard and provide for you for to act like a hoe? Okay. If that's the case, we definitely going to treat you like that. <laughs> hey, that you that's disrespect- the whole value yeah. system. <laughs> you disrespecting <laughs> your daddy even out here with us. Oh. You disrespecting your daddy. Your daddy working hard to protect you. You done snuck out in the car he done bought to come hang out with a nigga who don't even know who his daddy is. <laughs> That's the whole okay. value system.
0: You got a point. Um let let's uh let me uh say this real quick. Please do not time um people out for um having their opinions. Y'all know we encourage it over here. Um and we not we we Scared of a little pushback, or if somebody has a differing opinion, so um let them rock in the chat. Don't don't just yeah, let them do time them out.
6: And, and sister, if they can prove me wrong, prove me wrong. Where do the style No, no, it, it
0: it wasn't against you. It was uh, oh, people okay. arguing with each other. But like um, I really have a disagreement.
6: But I got girl, like my family is a majority women. it's only like nine boys. I've watched my girl cousins sit up there and dress. Like the outfit they be on be cool, and they be like, "Nah, girl, your ass ain't not enough. You need to wear it mm-hmm. in so your shit looks fatter, or your titties look better." Like they, the, the way they dress themselves is to get the sexual attention. Facts. Sex. That's
2: that why is all pure the.
6: That, that's why all the clothes are spandex. All you the clothes are some spandex- form of spandex or stretchy material, it. so it can extend you. It, it can extenuate any part of their body that they feel. That's the whole point of it. Come on now. What type of person goes outside with blue hair, a motherfucking neon pink spandex short set, sandals, and red bright 10-inch nails and three millimeter eyelashes? What are they looking oh, for? Oh man. <laughs> that used to be the shit the clowns wore at the circus. They done turned this shit into style.
2: Oh God. <laughs>
0: And G. Serotonin, you came through with that heat. That's so true, so true. I'm um, gonna move on to the next person, but uh, you brought up some really, really, really excellent points. Um, sincere, cracking up. What are your thoughts?
9: Thank you, Sister Joyce, for letting me come on the panel. I, I think my personal thing is I think it's the parents that are at fault when the kids are being fast, and I blame the music industry. Those are my two things that why women are fast nowadays
0: what do you think about music. women having um derogatory music toward men or like the hot girl culture what do you think um in that aspect
9: that's or the whole is, music. Is
0: that the that's aspect you were speaking on i'm sorry
9: that's the whole music industry right now um sister george it's all about sex cells you know and that's what the kids are you know they're portraying what they see as what their favorite artists nowadays that's a you,
5: good point do, in, in music do you still have to press play
9: What's yeah, right. I don't understand what you mean. Yeah, you press play. You did it. try
5: So people listen to the music they want to listen to. How could it be the music? People,
9: the music industry. Yes, it, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'm gonna give you. Yes, it is because the young, the younger generation, if they see Cardi B out there with her ass out, the younger generation are following that lead. But whose fault is that? Yeah, who's the fault?
5: The younger generation aren't they oh. directed on who to listen to and what to play?
9: It's the parents' fault. For not knowing what the child is listening to.
5: So who's so how can it be somebody that's in the industry that has no control over this person's household on what their fault is?
9: Because the music industry has the music industry has a whole big spectrum where it influences the world so it can affect everybody.
5: Every, everything love. made is not for a child. So who's supposed there? to make that determination?
9: Okay, okay. So let's use the song WAP as an example. Why didn't the um, parents cut off walk when the younger children were listening to that? Because they hoes. <laughs> oh, you can say they hoes, but whose fault is that for not knowing what their child is listening to? The parents. They, right? know,
6: they know what their child is listening to. They all listening to that whole ass shit. And, and together you how you ask the question. How does it
2: do exactly. you At be, time how does At it time. jump
6: to how did it jump to
5: the artist?
9: Oh, I know what you mean. I know what you're saying. But you can't say that the music industry doesn't have an influence on the child.
5: My thing is, it don't matter what's out there. You're supposed to raise your children anyway.
9: That's what I was saying. That's what I was That's saying from the it, beginning.
5: My thing is, people want to people want to live in two worlds. Either parents are responsible or uh, people in different industries are responsible. I don't have to listen to... When I was growing up, I didn't yes, listen sir. to nobody but my parents and who my parents told me is okay to listen to. Everybody else's opinion didn't count just that simple okay so
9: so what you're saying is what you're saying is when your parents played um like say marvin gay you didn't cut on tupac
5: what i'm saying is they didn't even play marvin gay in front of me never heard it in my house i was only allowed to listen to, to uh gospel music growing up if i heard anything outside of that i was doing something behind their back which means i was already in the wrong
9: okay so so can i so can i ask you a question roger report sure how come how come um if you want to say that the, the women are fast how come the pastor daughters are fast why did how did that happen in that type of um scenario
5: I, I i'm not gonna say the pastor's daughters are fast but i'm just
9: saying that any, just in general if
5: any child is fast you, as a parent it's your job to correct that
9: that's if my kids question
5: are going, kids are going to do wrong because they're children people are born and they're going to do stuff that's bad. That's a natural part of human behavior. It's that's a true. parent's job to give them corrective action. That's what Ain't nobody on, on who born in planet Earth just going to be 100% good. That's not human, human nature. You're going to do stuff you ain't got no business doing. Somebody's supposed to be directing your actions so you will have a better sense of what I should do or what I shouldn't do.
9: So so that's my wait, question. Wait, wait, wait,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. Because um, we got to get on to the next.
9: <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I just was asking questions to Roger Report. We have to go okay. back and forth all day.
0: <laughs> I know. Um, Shout out to the nameless protagonist. He says, are we pretending that kids can't get access to media of all forms, regardless of what the parents do the moment they go to public education? Um, The nameless protagonist to answer that question and shout out to DJ Kuda. Um, Kuda was one of the first people to say, if you gave your child access to a cell phone, then you've basically given your children like access to porn, access to whatever type of music videos, access to whatever, because there's always a way around um, a whole bunch of things. So, um, if you give your child access to a whole bunch of things, where you're letting your child out into the world. Um, you, you might not even give your child access, but your child will have access to people who have access to it. Um, like other kids who have cell phones and this, that, and the third, and what do little boys do when they, or little girls, if they getting dick pictures and, um, boys are able to go and look at porn, this, that, and the third, and they know how to read and write and spell. Um, a lot of those things are damn near impossible to prevent Because you have uh, other children who will also be around to influence your kids. So it's definitely your job to um, to have as much influence over your child as possible. But we do also have to keep in mind that um, society does have a big, big impact on what your children learn and what they see. Um, Shout out to Mr. Curlin. He says y'all are leaving out societal influence as whack as WAP is when it was hot you could not walk down the street or go in a store and hear the and not hear the damn song absolute great point um people saying they ain't hear wop in a store but yeah if you uh have a radio um you actually could hear wop in a store if you if they play the non-dirty version so um that's a great point babe just um, say real
5: real quick real quick go ahead, go ahead. this is why parenting is so important you're not gonna hide your the world from your children that ain't happening and anybody who got that dream can get that up now. But what you can do is set limitations in your children's life so they'll have their own barometer about stuff based on how you want them to go. I the first of The first music I heard of was Two Live Crew outside of gospel music. Because I wasn't allowed yeah. to listen to anything outside of gospel music. But I knew good and well... I wasn't about to take that into the, ho- to the house and put it on in front of my parents. I already had a barometer about what I can get away with, what I can get away with, what's appropriate and what's not. They set things in me to say this is or is not appropriate, period. If you don't do that for your children, it's over because you're not going to have the world from
0: them. Um, shout out to boss, Man. I wanted to read this real quick. He says the reason most church kids go rogue is because they are constantly told so many things are bad but don't explain why it's bad. I think that is an excellent point. We talked about that a little bit earlier um, but I I do think that's an excellent point. Let me get to CJ MBM. CJ, what are your thoughts?
10: Yeah, it's funny I actually want to build right off of that um, super chat. A lot of times people are fast because the whole birds and the bees conversation is just incomplete. Like, basically, they just tell you you can't do this. They don't really tell you why, or they don't tell you the benefits. Like, I was never taught the benefits of, like, waiting until marriage. Like, for example, when you wait until marriage, whatever person you get with is going to be the best experience of your life because you haven't been with anybody else. Because as grown adults, we all have been with somebody where we really liked them. We really we, we, we were feeling them. The chemistry was there. They were easy to talk to. We we were attracted to them, but then, because we weren't virgins, we had sex with them, and the sex wasn't up to par based on our past experiences. And so we stopped dealing with somebody who might have been a soulmate because we weren't virgins like we were supposed to be. See, if if I would have been if I would have been raised a certain well if I would have been taught the benefits of waiting. And how it's easier to bond and connect and be with somebody if you wait. I mean, I probably still would have done it, but I might have had like less partners. And that's that's really was like, I remember in college, it was this young girl who was like real sheltered and real kept away from the world. And the minute she got on that campus, she was a wild one. <laughs> her, her nickname was Knee Pass, to make a long story oh short. Oh, gosh, yeah, because. That When she stepped on that campus, that was the first time she had any type of freedom or access to boys. And so that's really what i think it is is part of the problem. It's like you say don't have sex, but you don't say like, oh, well, it's, it makes it easier for you to, to, to bond with somebody if you wait. The experience is better with somebody. Because a lot of us, we walk away from people because it wasn't wet enough or it wasn't big enough. But if you was a virgin, it would be whatever they got would be the best thing you ever had because you ain't had nothing.
1: Right.
5: Well, Just for the record, I've never left a woman <laughs> over a sexual issue. She didn't got left, but it wasn't over the sex.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, well, thank you so much, CJMBM. Um, please hit the like button. We got 129 people up in this thing. Hit the like button, please. And thank you. Um, next, let's go to Eugene Steele. Eugene, what are your thoughts?
3: Okay, the thing about, um, you know, fast girls, it is not a new thing at all. I mean, I'm 51 years old, but back when I was 13 to 17 years old, there were fast girls back then. And, you know, I mean, I can remember, you know, you know, girls my age, you know, 13, 14 smoking cigarettes. I can hmm. remember, you know, hearing about hearing about those girls having sex. One of them tried to offer me some. One of them actually gave me gave me a hickey. And at that time, I didn't even know what hickey was. Oh wow. And and back when I was 17, there, you know, I was in the band. There was a girl who was in the band, but she got kicked out of it. Because, you know, during band camp, she got caught uh, giving somebody a blowjob. So, yeah, you know, and the funny thing is, back then, you know, there was not that much provocative media out there, you know, maybe except for maybe the two live crew, which really opened the floodgates for the stuff you hear today. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, it's nothing new.
0: You um absolutely bring up a point. Do you think nowadays? Um, do you think nowadays women are being held more accountable for, or girls, excuse me, are being held more accountable for um, their some of their promiscuousness?
3: You know, for what it seems, it you know, not really, at least mm. not much. Because, I mean, today, I mean, you see the stuff that the girls wear today. Back in my days, you know, they didn't wear provocative stuff like that. They just had the attitude. Okay. But today it's it's pretty obvious. And, and you know, the media and, and even some of the other content creators just made it worse.
0: Mm, you, you absolutely have a huge point really good point. Um, I, I agree. I agree. Um, shout out to KP from KC five. He says the fast girls are the majority today and not the minority. And that's the main issue. Autism is praised and modesty is frowned upon. Um, KP, absolutely positively correct um they'll actually make fun of a person for being modest and not trying to be part of the crew and this that and the third so um i think that is absolutely a good point shout out to andrew wilkins your ass is late andrew where you been andrew says it's too late to change what chicks desire to be ever since an underage twerk team in the mid-2000s became popular for shaking ass the whole world of black chicks young and old it's gotten more outward sexualized. Um, yeah, they are definitely um, more out there, and a lot of things aren't um, frowned upon as much as as is praised. So I think you bring about a good point with that, Andrew. Um, Sean, what
11: are your thoughts? Um, yeah, as as far as the whole uh, you know fast culture, I um, we, we have to take a step. Back here and acknowledge the fact that the whole purpose of a mother, a father, uh, grandparents, or an uncle, whoever, deeming a uh, young girl to be fast is to shame her for uh, her outward sexualized behavior. And uh, the, the reason for that is, as parents, especially as Black parents, the two main concerns of parents is... A, a young girl, the young daughter getting pregnant pregnant at a young age, and B, a young son being put in jail at a young age. Those are the two things that a, a parent has to worry about, and sometimes to the point of not being able to sleep at night. But uh, I, I noticed that a lot of people in the uh, comments were uh, wondering, why is it that parents more so when it comes to... Uh, young children having sex at a young age more so focused on the daughter versus the son is um uh, uh, it is the reason for that is because we all know that women control access to sex. A woman ultimately determines if a young child is being is brought into this world or not. And, and so with that being said, I, I think it's only natural that uh parents more so harp on the daughter and be hard on the daughter when it comes to um, having, you know, ultimately, unfortunately having sex at a young age. It's because ultimately that young daughter is gonna determine whether or not a child is brought into this world or not. Uh, And let's also not forget Mm -hmm. that, even though if a a young, if let's say a young daughter and 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 another young boy end up having sex and having a child, that uh, uh, young woman can decide, yes, I want to have this child, even though that young son says, no, I'm not ready to be a father. Not only can that young daughter say, yes, I want to have this child, but ultimately that young daughter can, I, I guess when that young child turns 18 or 19 or 20, whatever, go to the state and put him on child support. So ultimately we have to realize that it's to the benefit of parents to be hard on their daughter when it comes to being fast, and you know, and so that we can shame the young daughter not to be promiscuous to the point where she ends up having sex at a young age.
6: Well, that's the, the issue, is Sean. That you. yeah, that's the issue. The mamas is encouraging this shit. Like the mamas and the aunties and shit is with the whole movement, bro. What yeah, can um... you do? What can you do when the when the women are with the movement?
0: Do you think okay? And this is the last question, and we're gonna have to wrap up and get on up out of here. Um hmm. Okay, I was saying, like, and I forgot my question just that fast because I was saying, okay, the women are encouraging it. Um I forgot my question. Let
5: me I say this while Go you are talking about now if, yeah. if you look at um social media, um the one that started with a T. I don't know if it's cool to say the platform or not, but it, uh, it's, it's like a T. T. That little social media, it'd be a bunch of girls on there, okay? And uh, they having some type of strike right now because it's a lot of black girls that wasn't getting credit for making up little dances and things like that. And you got all these little challenges that go on with it, okay? A lot of those challenges that they do or these challenges, that you know, the, they call them challenges. A lot of this is just sexual behavior you know what i'm saying you see girls doing the same thing you got grown women doing and ain't nobody saying nothing i've even seen videos where the, the girls is in the same video with their daughter doing the same stupid stuff but it's all about trying to gain some level of sexual attention you know what i'm saying making up sexual dances to whatever s- song that happened to be come out that they think is a hot song you know what i'm saying like that's what what you get when you get women alone and doing whatever they want by themselves. And even when there's other folks involved that ain't even black, I've or or even when even the black people, when men walk in the room where they doing this stuff, it's a whole different thing. People trying to play off what they was doing. So that tells me what they know. I really shouldn't be doing this because now that this dude walked into the room, I'm about to stop. My boyfriend just walked in the room. I'm not going to be caught doing this on, on on the internet. My father just walked into the room. I don't want to be caught doing this on the internet.
6: Look, Rod, they, they, so bad, ride? Ride. they so bad, Rod. They so bad, Rod, that it be the little seven and eight-year-old girls twerking and shit. And I'll be looking at that shit like, what the fuck? These is little kids. And and if you don't pay it, like, I just, I just was paying attention to my little cousins one day. And, you know, we all at the barbecue chilling, and all of my little cousins' daughters and shit was over there, like six and seven and eight, nine twerking and shit. They didn't know what they was doing yet, and the mamas and them was cheering it on, like "fuck it up, girl," like "what the hell," like "man, I I, I can't make." Let man, me man. let
0: me ask y'all a question, okay? Do y'all think that it's more prevalent in African American culture or Black culture in general? Um, and I say this because um if you go and you look at uh like little african girls they're being taught this if you go to the caribbean
6: no um, they're not little african girls is not getting taught how to twerk
0: um maybe not how to twerk but they do know how to whine and i've seen this no there's a difference there's a difference difference
6: between okay go ahead i'm sorry
0: no you're good um i'm saying they're being taught certain aspects of dance and it may not all be everything that they're doing is sexual, but um, I've seen little girls from Africa who can shake and whine a booties like a grown ass woman. Um, And it's the same thing with Caribbean little girls to where uh, Caribbean little girls know, or girls from the Island period know how to uh, whine and twerk. And it may not be uh, one of those things, but these things aren't discouraged in their cultures either. Do y'all think it's black uh, African-American culture or is it uh black culture in general?
6: Look, I grew up, I grew yeah. up with a lot of African people around me and I'm telling you this black women teach the shit that the Caribbean women are doing in the African, a lot of that that's involved in a dance. It's involved in like a whole dance structure where they're going to move and shake and black women is bending over and shaking their ass. They're not doing <laughs> no wine twerk. They, they're just clearly little bending their backside over and seeing who can move their ass the most enticing. There's no dance to that. That's not a dance. They literally putting their hands on their knees or bending over to the floor or some form of bent over just moving. They're not making any dance movements. It's just ass shaking. And, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say this,
2: and,
6: and, um, if I had, to, oh, well, go ahead, Sean, go ahead.
11: I was just going to say, and also, George, we have to uh, acknowledge the fact that what is the number one export from the United States? Culture. Okay. And so with that being, with that being said, we have to, we have to acknowledge that people from Canada, Europe, Africa, Russia, they want, they, they, they eat, sleep, and breathe our culture here from the United States. And a big component of that culture is hip hop music. And so now, what do we have? We have women like Megan Thee Stallion, City Girls, Cardi B, WAP. You have girls from the West Indies, the Caribbean, and Africa, little 12, 13 year old girls looking at that on TikTok and um, Instagram. And so what are they doing? They're seeing, oh, those women look, look like me. They can do it. I can do it too. Those women look like me. They identify with that. And so w- w- with that being said, mm. we, you know, we have to just acknowledge that, hey, social media, TikTok, Instagram, pulled the curtain off of uh, being fast and all bets are off.
6: No, listen, Sean. Uh, That's we're, not we're, true we're, because they yeah.
11: and that's part of African culture.
1: Like dancing, like which could be seen as sensual, that is like You know, that dates back to African culture, not twerking per se, but some dances that may be looked at as uh, sensual and women knowing how to roll their bodies and roll their hips and doing different things. That that's not something that's influenced by modern African-American culture.
6: Yeah, that's that's (laughs) that's dancing concrete. (laughs) What well let me let me say let me this:
5: Pl- places all over the world have copied Americans. It's a it's a normal thing for other countries to copy Americans. Whatever Americans are doing, they copy it because they're Americans. Now the Americans is over here; they couldn't wait behind to get behind some of these women doing this sexual stuff. It, Cardi B is a star because they couldn't wait to get behind it. See what I'm saying? Meg mm-hmm. The Stallion is a star because they couldn't wait to get behind it. It is what it is. These are strippers. that got famous, and they and they love it because that's who they are. It is what it is. Now the thing is, would I bet my own money that other cultures are worse than ours? No, I bet your money if you want to make that bet. But I definitely wouldn't bet my own. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. We, are, uh-huh. we are we are far worse. And my thing is, does it even matter? Does it? It does it make American women feel more comfortable to say somebody is beating us in the race to be a hoe?
0: No, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a uh, Mm -hmm. sense that it matters to who's beating um, us out and being hoes. This that in the third. Um, but I wanted to see like an overall picture, um, because I'm noticing that other people are adapting, um, certain aspects of American culture or we're adapting, um, certain aspects of their culture in, um, what's the word, uh, we're making their culture worse. If we take certain aspects and we put our own spin on it and we turn, um, from whining into twerking and from twerking into um, busting it wide open on a dance floor. You know, I was just trying to see uh, where the barometer was and how we measure um, how everybody's viewing everything else. But that was the point of it. Um, let me read these super chats and then we're going to start the process of wrapping up. Shout out to Mike M. He says, if Lawrence Fishburn Morpheus couldn't stop his offspring from moving too fast, is there any hope left? Um, yes, I think there's absolutely hope left. You just got to raise your damn kids. Um, shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says two sisters of the twerk team. Mom was their manager. They were about 15, 14 or 15 when their mom encouraged them to go around venues dancing. Um, anything to make a freaking book. So um, shout out to you, Andrew. And thank you guys so much for the super chats. Um, G. Serotonin, do you have any closing thoughts?
6: Yeah, I'll just say that. Um, I don't believe that the stuff that's happening in the Caribbean and in Africa has influenced our women at all. It's a totally different type of whining and movement. Yeah, they have sensual movements and dance rituals, but I've been at African weddings and all that. There's no twerking going on at their fucking weddings and shit. There's no twerking going on at none of their celebrations. So <laughs> they're not copying them. They're copying themselves. And this issue that we're facing is because we live inside of a prostitute in a whole culture. Uh, for some reason, we don't want to admit this, that a majority of the shit that our women do come from whole culture. It's not. From a righteous and virtuous place. It's from a place where they want to be hoes. And there ain't nothing we could do about that but let them be them. And I think it's starting to affect them to where the dudes are starting to be like, look, man, I don't have to wipe these chicks up. We don't have to take these women serious at all. And I think that's where the big schism now is getting discussed because dudes is starting to realize we don't even have to deal with them like that. We could just treat them like hoes and keep it pushing, and that'll hurt them the worst. And that's all. Like, that's why I think this stuff is coming up. And it's always really been like this. So, peace.
0: Well, G. Serotonin, um, excellent, excellent conversation. Hope you come back through again. We actually enjoyed your commentary a whole bunch. Um, so thank you so much for joining us. Really good stuff. Um, shout out to Ms. Uh Sister Asada Mohammed. She says, you're right, Concrete. She says, Igbo culture has a similar dance. Senegal, Gambia, and Mali have Sebar. I hope I pronounced that right. Um, but thank you so much for that super chat. Um, Sean, what are your final thoughts?
11: Yeah, I just wanted to um, also say that when I was uh, referring to you know, the fact that the United States, we export culture. One of the things that we also have to realize is um, there's a certain coolness, a certain hip factor that also goes with our culture that we export. So that's why I was saying that uh, young girls in the West Indies, in the Caribbean, or perhaps in a- Africa, when they see Megan The Stallion, they see Cardi B, they see CD girls, there's a certain hip coolness factor to it. You know, when they see them twerking and whatnot, the young girls want to emulate because... City Girls and uh, Megan Stallion, they look like young African girls, young West Indies, young Caribbean girls. But also, but I just also lastly want to say that um, fast culture now is is, 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 is is horrible and it's hard to control and get a, get a good grasp on because you have like social media, TikTok, Instagram to where it can spread like wildfire and it's hard to control a 12, 13, 14 year old girl from seeing other girls twerking on TikTok doing dance moves to certain music and whatnot. So it's 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 really it's really difficult to get a, a hard grasp on today. And that's why it's even so more prevalent for parents to tell young girls, hey, when it comes to sex, you control it. You have to make sure that you have the authority and know that you have the authority to control sex and control who ultimately has sex and so if if that's not done then i mean you know kids getting pregnant at a young age young boys becoming fathers at a young age that's something we just going to have to deal with and yeah that's all i have to say
1: Thank you, Sean. I do want to just quickly say that um, there's no doubt about the influence that African-American culture has around the world. And I I, I am not, a, I, I want to have the conversation and hold Black women accountable, hold Black men accountable, have just a fair conversation across the board. But I have to say that Black women and twerking, like the you know, we're not um impacting specifically like West Indian and African cultures, they may not be twerking, but they have dance styles that are very similar. If you know anything about West Indian culture, baby, the way they whine and the sensualness in the wine is a far, and, and this has been something that they've done forever. Like, if you if you've heard about Juvert, if you watch anything that is related to dance hall, not only are they twerking, they're Doing death defying stunts, they're twerking on the like it's absolutely <laughs> insane. And black uh, or African American women are not the people who are influencing that. That they're they come from an African culture, they come from a long line of sensual dance. I think that there's like, I think that twerking is despicable. I, you know, don't twerk at all, that's just not my thing. I don't see a reason to, unless it's something that you're doing in the bedroom with your man. However, to each their own, so I don't deny that. Black American culture is influential. But as it relates to the other black cultures that have been mentioned, central dance has been something that's long standing within those cultures way before twerking came about.
11: Good point, concrete. Really good point. I have my passport, so I guess I just gotta go to the West Indies and find out for myself. Yeah, listen, Kid Kid Cloud's in the um
1: in the chat. I'm telling you, you can look it up. Like I'm dance hall. (laughs) <laughs> you don't even
2: have to go to the West Indies, go
5: to New York. Facts. Go to I don't think I think this is less about dance and, and more about the fact that the women here are, are hoes.
0: Well, this is the thing though. Um, if you actually examine other cultures of women and not to negate what we have going on over here but if you go to some other cultures of women and these women are getting married younger um, than the girls are over here i think we probably have one of the highest ages of consent um in the world in a, to a certain degree like how old and outside of the Romeo and Juliet laws um girls over there are able to have sex with grown-ass men at a certain age and it's nobody bats an eyelash um the girls over there tend to be a little bit more mature they're half
1: naked like their buns are out like it's a festival and children are there Wait, wait a
0: minute!
5: Wait a minute! But but you are referring to husbands, though it's not like
1: they um um,
0: um. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Because you didn't let me finish my point. Um, okay. even if you're talking about certain countries with higher or equal rates of single motherhood, just like it is over here in America, I want to say uh, it's Colombia that has uh a, a higher damn near a higher single rate uh motherhood rate than we do over here. So I'm saying that you do have some cultures that are very sexualized that um. You know, when we talk about America, of course we wanna think America is probably some of the worst shit that we have ever seen. And it is it's definitely bad. Um, but of course, and I'm not saying it like the white women do it too type of thing, but um we ain't we're definitely not the only bad ones and there are things that happen in other countries and in other cultures, um, that are just as bad, if not worse than what we have going on over here, including, um, the sexualization of our young girls and the sexualization of their young women. So I, you know, I think it, 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 it matters. I think it's a point. Um, let me read these super chats real quick and I'll let you respond. Shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, I am so glad the, that all of the women content creators that I listen to are holding women accountable. That is the right sisterhood that I have mentioned. Um, Shout out to you, Eugene. Appreciate that. Um, Shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, Black women aren't ours. They're lucky we'll still smash. Andrew.
3: I'm
0: so sick of Andrew, baby. I'm so sick of Andrew. Uh, Roger, go ahead with your point and with your final thoughts because we got to get up out this thing.
5: Well, I'm just saying, I think uh, if men are running from holes over here, they're not going to run to another country just to run two holes over there.
2: Shit! Mm, I
0: mean, <laughs> you lie. I'll no, send you some videos in a, um a minute because y'all, you don't think y'all run into holes? Um, in a they and they don't know that they hold because no, they from no, a not, different country, no, don't even no. speak
1: the me. No, no, I'm gonna no, tell you yeah, what it what is because
0: we've had men sit up on our very panel and condone single motherhood in other countries, yeah, and say that uh it's different because the yep. women are the single mother, Yep. They said that what, they'll they get deal the better with version of a single mother. Like the woman that. is prettier. Yeah, what, it's a better version, and it's no such thing. A single mother's a single mother's a single mother. Is a single mother what, if it's what if they bad
1: over here, saying, they bad that. over there.
5: That that's what I'm saying. I'm saying what guys who are running from, from hoes, they're not gonna go to another country and run to hoes. If you're running well, how from would holes, you know
1: she a hoe, though? You ain't from that the, country. The,
5: the point is a guy running from hoes is trying to do what he can to avoid hoes, period, because that's who he is. I'm not talking about guys running two hoes the same way i said the, the guys who are uh, who uh have kids all over the place and whatnot some same guys are uh, messing with girls when they minors cuz those are men that that are not sexually disciplined who you are is who you are it doesn't make a difference what place they put you in you're going to be the same person regardless of what the environment is that's, i
0: think that's, that's an excellent point roger i i i uh i think that's an excellent point um that's an interesting point because I feel like that point comes back to bite people in the ass within this space. Um, definitely. So I think that's an excellent point because a hoe is going to be a hoe is going to be a hoe um, no matter where she, she is. If, if that's who her character is or that's who she is or that's who he is, um, I think that's a really good point. But um,
2: yeah,
0: concrete. No,
1: well, I'm I want to allow Roger the floor just to wrap up. I have a few mm-hmm. minutes. Just uh, you know, thank you so much, Roger, for being our special guest and having the conversation. The beginning of the show was my favorite part. I thought that it was a very good conversation, and I'm thankful that you accepted the offer and came up and joined us. So I just wanted to give you a floor, the floor to say anything that you want to say in closing.
5: What? And, and what I will say too, because you raised you raised the point. Now I'm I'm gonna say this: if a guy is in another country and he don't know she a hoe. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's harder than it's harder to know if a woman is a whole, if you don't understand the language, the, uh, you know, then, then there's different lingo that we use in different, you know, people use stuff out of context for a person who doesn't understand language, because, you know, we, we as people who normally speak English, if we say cool, we know in context of what we're saying cool, that we're talking about somebody's attitude versus the temperature in the room. So it's harder to know if she's a hoe in some other place. So I will give credence to that. You know, now, um, I think that the the main issue uh, when it comes to fast girls, at the end of the day, women got to care. But that's going to take self-discipline on their part because they do whole behavior in front of children on a regular basis. And if you're not going to do some stuff to not be a hoe in front of other people's kids or your own children, then why expect a lot out of the, the people that's going to see that? I don't expect much of a child and they've been watching you be a whole all day. That's not the child I'm going to have a huge expectation on. If I'm dealing with a child like that, I have to encourage that child to, to get to a level where they expect more than what they've been exposed to. You got to start there. Let me make you see more is more out here than what you've been exposed to. But like I was saying, when it, when it comes to uh, dressing. dressing there's a reason we had terms called evening evening wear it was the suggestion was you wear this out and about when kids ain't even gonna be there or this is late night stuff we're not expecting children to be there i'm not gonna say i don't I'm, i'm trying to make it where women can't you know express their sexual nature or or their sexual side but i do think women need to be more conscious of who they express it in front of and if it's daylight outside you know what I'm saying, especially in the summertime, but in the wintertime, of course, you got to be more cautious with it because, you know, it gets a little, it gets um, darker quicker. You don't want to be dressed and inappropriate in front of other people's kids. Even if you feel some way about yourself, respect the fact that these other people that you don't know have impressionable children. Don't dress like a hooker in front of their kids. Do you Do you like the community enough To not be dressed like a hooker or whatever in front of their children. Even if it is comfortable for you to just you know throw this on because it's easy. I get all that. But but it's other people's kids out there. Okay. Mm -hmm. I I I don't walk around with my shirt off and and, you know what I'm saying in front of kids. I just wouldn't do something like that. If I go to a park to pick up a child, if I go to pick up one child, I'm not gonna go up there with my shirt off because it's people's families up there. Just something to think about. And I leave it at that.
1: Well, thank you, Roger. Definitely appreciate your perspective. I am proud of myself. I'm patting myself on the back because I didn't become really extremely triggered by anything you said. There were a few things that you said that I cringed at, but um, all of what you said was true. And and, um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us and for your contribution to this discussion. Definitely appreciated it. Um, Danny, do you have anything to say to Roger? I just have something very brief that I want to add before we wrap.
0: Um, But shout out to my uh, habitual line stepping brother. If you guys have not subscribed to Roger, which I'm pretty sure a lot of you are, um, please go to the Roger Report live moderators. If you could drop his link in the chat. Um, You always bring some good perspectives. Um, Always, always, always. Um, I think this was a really, really dope conversation. I think it was one of the realest conversations we've had, and we had some realest some real conversations. So um I actually uh really, really thoroughly enjoyed this. So um, oh, you know, shout out to you, Roger.
5: One thing I did want to say too. With with the girls that I do with, and, and this just happened like last week. I, I saw something. I was going I'm gonna run run one of them to a retail store. The first thing they said was well, you know, we can't walk out the house like this because they know they wasn't addressed appropriately to walk out the house in front of me. Now, I can't tell you what they do when I ain't there, but but they already have they already understand there's certain boundaries that I've already put in place where they saying on their own. Well, we know I got to go put some pants on if I'm going to go anywhere with him, because I'm not going to let you present yourself as no whole to the world. Just as well. I don't care that you're a child. I'm not going to have you in those type of habits as a child which is mean you're less likely to do it as an adult. That's all.
2: OK,
1: thank you. Thank you again, Roger. Definitely appreciate that. And thank you for adding that, um, uh, you know, um, instance and in where you were dealing with some of the young girls that you know and how um, aware they were as it relates to them leaving the house and how they essentially checked themselves and said, you know, no, we, we have to be decent before we leave the house. So thank you for adding that as well. Um, I just want to say, first off, I saw a lot of comments when I brought up the fact, well, Danny initially brought it up, but when I um, piggybacked on her comment about other cultures and how, you know, that that. Central dance is not foreign to other cultures. Um, pointing that out is not in any way excusing the behavior that we see Black women engage in. Uh, we want to have the fair and honest and balanced conversation. If we said something erroneous regarding Black men, y'all going to check it. So we can, like two things can be true. We can want to have the honest conversation uh, and have it in a balanced way where we're being truthful and not assigning blame inappropriately, but also still want to hold black women accountable. And that was the basis of the conversation. So I just want to say in closing, um, I do think ultimately the onus as it relates to fast girls is on the parents. Yes, there are some girls who are extremely aggressive, sneaky, are going to find a way to do whatever it is they desire relating, young bo- relating to young boys. But as a parent, you have to be on top of it. The most trying time for me parenting was when my daughters were um, teens, especially because that was shortly after, um, well, my, my uh, ex and I had in our separate ways so it was like literally it was kind of like a game of cat and mouse like you literally have to be one step ahead of them um as it relates to teens because and, and my children weren't bad and especially like they were straight-a students my kids i've always been the parent my kids were assigned book reports during the summer we went to the library we you know i like my kids were good as it related to academics but they my youngest specifically started to be curious as it related to boys. And I felt like, you know, she had not reached the level of maturity to where, you know, she was even ready to have, male friend, little boy friends, just in a friendly uh, way. So it was literally like I had to stay on top of it. And I think that as a parent, that is your job. Um, I had the biggest fear that my children would become teen moms and I did not want that for them. So I ensured that they're in all types of after school activities, that I'm doing pop-ups, that I stayed one step ahead of them so that that was not their fate. And thankfully it wasn't. So um, I ultimately think that the illness is on the parent. I think that, you know, as parents that it's up to you To monitor the information your children Are ingesting yes if you're sending your Kids out into the public there is Information that you won't have any That they'll get a hold of that you won't have any control Of but the all, the other Important part of that is having an Open relationship with your children I think That's where we as black people fail our Kids by instilling all this Fear in them when they start um, Being interested in the opposite sex As opposed to having an open Conversation with them creating a uh, environment where they feel um, where they feel comfortable coming to you and talking to you about things. Um, this was a really dope conversation. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Thank you to everybody who joined us. Special shout out to Roger. Thank you, thank you, um, thank you to everybody who super chatted us, and thank you to the chat. Oh, and thank you to Kit Clouds for um, the cash app. <sighs>
0: Thank you guys so much. Um, We are four away from 100. Hit the like button. Um, Really, really, really great conversation. Um, Like I said, I thought it was probably one of our best shows. Shout out to Roger who came through. Um, Shout out to everybody who came through on the panel. Shout out to you crazy people in the chat. Um, I saw some really good discussions happening there as well. So shout out to y'all. Um, please come back and join us Wednesday where we interview big mother truck. Oh, it's gonna be be crazy.
1: Y'all better stay tuned,
0: girl. I'm trying to drink, eat my Wheaties. I'm gonna exercise this week, so I am absolutely prepared for big truck. truck
1: Because, baby, (laughs) I'm gonna make sure I'm well rested.
0: Yes, um, Kit Cloud, oh lord, is right. The same thing I said when I was like, oh, Lord, we're going to interview Big Truck. So, y'all get ready. Um, we'll be putting it out there before the week is over with. But, um, y'all, we got some things coming up through the pipeline. So, y'all <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> you know, the breakdown, the breakdown, honey. We're going to break that shit down. Um, mm-hmm. But, anyway, everybody have a great start to their week. And we will see you guys on Wednesday. Peace. We're out. Let me get up out this time